0: Upgrading your bathroom? The Home Depot can help you upgrade that upgrade at the Winter Kitchen and Bath event. Right now, add the finishing touch with an exclusive Kohler Katoon faucet for just $89. It's available in a stylish brushed nickel finish, and you'll only find it at the Home Depot, Kohler's number one retailer. So upgrade your bathroom and let the savings flow. The Winter Kitchen and Bath event at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through March 24th while supplies last. Lock Talk Radio.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Richie Ruse.
0: Well, i tell you something, Bulldozer. I am impressed. I mean, I can't come out here and I can't squash an apple with my bare hands. It does show that you do have a lot of power, and you are a man to be respected. But, you know, i tell you, I can't come out here and I can't crush an apple, but there's one thing I can do. And that's get step into the ring and fight as hard as I know how to do and do the best job that I know how to do
1: and tonight we're going to search for the next WWE diva now to vote for these beautiful young ladies you have to vote go to to, (laughs) go to uh, go to uh, WWE dial 86946 (laughs) <laughs> and vote for Thank your you favorite Diva Search contestant and text message, Thank your you. favorite Diva Search girl. And starting this moment from now, from this moment on, this will be the moment starting now
0: of the genesis of Cuddy.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, joining me at this time Brock Lesnar, Curtis Axel, and Paul Heyman. I just wanted to get your comments on what just transpired out in the ring there between your two clients and your former best friend CM Punk.
0: That's the best of the best of the best of the best of the best that this world has to offer. I'm the beast and the best. In the world. Paul, say something stupid. You say your name is
1: Finley and you love to fight. I say your name is Finley and you're a bastard. Wow, can't say that. So you're
0: the man that rules the world. They call me the Shockmaster. You've ruled the world long enough, Sid Vicious. Get ready. Come on, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Come and get me. Come after me, Sid. I'm ready. Along with Davy Boy, Sting and Dusty Roads. We'll see you at the
1: fall brawl at the now, War no, no, no. Games until then. I'm not <laughs> This is WrestleCast Radio with your hosts Ryan Cook and Alex Mello. Alex, I tell you, every time I hear that music, I just get out. <laughs> I can't help it. I, just I, I, I found it on
0: Apple Music, and I run to that jam, and I just be like, girl, yeah, run comp. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I'm all about that run life. Run
1: comp. Quote it, shirt it, run
0: comp. <laughs> it's going to be my big ass running on a treadmill all sweating, run comp. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah, we're going to get you a towel and whatnot so you can wipe (laughs) (laughs) Episode 107, y'all, WrestleCast Radio Coming back together, rocking it out for you Decent weekend in wrestling over, decent weekend It was a decent weekend for pro wrestling God, bless America, I couldn't spit that out It's like negative 46 degrees where I am (laughs) You got to be just as bad down there, too, aren't you? Are you or is it uh, not
0: at one time? It was a minus 43. No joke, it set it in my car as I turned on. I was like, What? How is this piece of machinery even operating? Which it barely turned on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was probably minus 22 by the time I got home around five. Oh, pretty insane, man.
1: This, uh, this wind down here in the, the Rochester uh, region. Of um, Southern Minnesota is no joke. My car sounded like Otis Dozovic in a backstage promo when I'm trying to <laughs> start it when I was leaving. <laughs> oh man, why I, did I, they I
0: kill them learn. already?
1: Like they're dead in
0: the water, right?
1: I, I uh, well, they they just lost to the Usos just now. because the Usos will take on the Miz and Shane McMahon for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships live Sunday. Spoiler week. alert. <laughs> Oh, cute. Shane and uh, and the Miz are sitting in a like movie theater green screen with their titles uh, watching this with the SmackDown trophy held up.
0: So hey. what's more obvious? The Miz versus Shane McMahon or WrestleMania or the Royal Rumble pay-per-view this past <laughs> Sunday? What's more obvious? Um,
1: just because there was one thing that was very obvious, but they didn't completely go the route I didn't want it to, I will say... Shane versus Miz at WrestleMania. <laughs> Cause I expected Luger, Bret Hart to happen in one of the rumbles and it did not. Thankfully, uh, um, even though I still yeah, we kind of uh,
0: we kind of brought that up uh, a few shows ago. I was like, Hey, they're going to totally bulldog that uh, best
1: <laughs> triple, uh, our
0: best three man team of 2019. Does the award already go to uh ring of honor world champion, Jay lethal, the octopus, Jonathan Gresham, and Grush, which they will be a team battling the Kingdom, uh, February tenth. Is that wow. the best uh, three man? Uh, probably, yeah. Like I said, of this year, holy moly! That's
1: that's how you get me excited. <laughs> I I'm very I I shouldn't say I'm confident, but I'm really hoping because Jay Lethal is kind of like John Cena in Ring of Honor. Like when you don't have something, you just put the strap on him. He can run with the company, but. He doesn't yeah. have to be the champion. And, you know, his storyline that he did before he reclaimed the belt where he, he was on that losing streak and then his rebirth kind of happened,
0: mm-hmm. um, which
1: ironically was with Kushida, too, over the summer, which was incredible.
0: Um,
1: yes. He's good chasing. And I think with the money it sounds like they spent, I think they need to somehow set up a program between Lethal and Roosh and put that strap on Rouge because he is a player, man.
0: Ooh. Would that I be know the it's first
1: early. Hispanic? No, yeah, Hispanic champion of Ring of Honor. Um, I mean, isn't I guess Homicide's Puerto Rican? Does that count?
0: No, the uh, Mexicans. We're not. A, anyways,
1: um, <laughs> not sure <us>. on. No. Um, <laughs>
0: no, that'll be interesting. Uh, I mean, is he seen as a lucha type wrestler though? Kind of a smaller frame, or is he kind of? Uh, meeting that Marty Scurll two o two o six weight capacity.
1: I, I think he's. I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, obviously, you bring up a great point with him being against Luchadors, but I, I could be wrong, but I believe he's bigger than Jay Lethal. Okay. Every um, I, I've seen a couple matches with him. You know, again,
0: when when he's facing L.A. Park, I mean, anybody's small compared to that guy. R.I.P. <laughs> but I mean, my thing is is every photo that I see or YouTube promo, it looks like a stock photo from the eighties. Like it's never like a picture where you're like, wow, that guy's a pro wrestler, you know, again, from hearing what people say, what you say, you know, again, from that match with LA park last year, but it's just like, again, it just seems so generic. Like, you know, I I understand he's part of the Los Ingobernables, you know, a co-founder or whatnot, which is awesome. And that's something I have to back catalog. But, you know, again, I'm looking at this photo from Ring of Honor. I'm like, dude, they just totally copy and pasted like a program from 1988 Tijuana house show or some sort.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was because uh, it was him, uh, obviously, uh, Almas and La Mascara. And then they brought in La Bestia de Ring and El Terrible. El was, Terrible. Uh, the, the original. Um, yeah, Jay Lethal's 5'10", 225. Roosh is 6'5", 240. So Jeez, I thought he was he's bigger. 6'5"? Yeah, he's a big dude. My God. <laughs> yeah, he's is he, El Chiriblé
0: the original Mad Polly, by the way.
1: Maybe did you, did you so there is a um, our WrestleCast uh, Twitter follows the DDT official English site, and they tweeted out what all of the um, the things on the site are. I don't know. Did you ever go back and watch the uh, the Manji Manji? That was the January 5th show or 3rd show that we saw in Tokyo. Um, the one that had that six man with strong hearts versus all out.
0: No, unfortunately.
1: So they have like on the side of the screen where on the bottom, and yep. maybe on some of the, the shows you've seen it, but they'll put like the person's face, their name, their Twitter, and then it has like three bars on the side that are like 7, 8, 10 or like 1, 10, 7. That's like the official ratings of, of the wrestlers, kind of like a video game really. that they do. Yeah, and I want to get the, the uh, eg- exact uh, quote of it. I got to figure it out because I, I, it's the one that we follow. I don't know where it went, but it was like, it basically was talking about uh, what all those things meant. And Bad Pauly had like, Seven, eight, and ten, or like six, seven, ten, or something. And the ten was for um, like like his ability with la- like his ladies, like how good he is with ladies.
0: <laughs> oh, DDT, you never cease to amaze me.
1: <laughs> so I, I thought that was pretty damn funny. I, I wanna, I'm gonna try to find it here while we're on here because I know. I was just reading it, and I was following him last. I uh, started following him not too long ago. I think right, right about when we started watching the. Uh, here it is, the official uh, official site. I'll find it here. Bam! There it is. Uh, Mad Pauli. speed three, devastation nine, popularity with women ten. That was Whoa. the uh, the corny Mad Pauli Minnesota. Then boom! Dang, hey, you're pretty tight. You're pretty tight. So that's
0: what I've been told. There, Wait, what? Uh
1: what else <laughs> Shima got uh ten speed, ten technique, ten talking.
0: Whoa, really?
1: Um and and uh Antonio Honda, my guy got two stamina, eight technique and ten dirty jokes. <laughs> 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 like these are really funny. Chinsuke Nakamura's on the show. It's actually this is from the nice. one twenty seven show that just happened. So um pop it on the the, the GDC universe. But he got a power of one, a technique of one, but he got a ten in Yao. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so. <laughs> that was pretty... and then somebody tweeted a picture that said poor Mao. He got agility nine, power five, and tardiness ten. I was like, damn <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh my what? He's got to keep that hair on check. I mean I, I totally understand <laughs> it. The card
1: had an awesome three way. I can't wait to check out. It's uh, it's uh, uh, Masanobu or Masanari Takahashi. I can't remember his first name, but he's the one that has like the the longer hair that's in the the Grand Prix and like the short pants. Um, it's him, uh, Mao and Shima in a three way.
0: Ooh, Shima. Mm-hmm. I you're totally onto something with the Shima route. I mean, I'm I'm getting more. And more on board. Where yeah, he possibly should be in the uh, no in like the top three wrestlers of 2018. There you know as we'll, we'll talk about it at our uh, end of the 2018 WrestleCast Radio Awards here in a few weeks. Um, kind of to set up a <clears throat> new beginning, um, if you will. But uh,
1: most no, bells, it's by the uh, way, I I've mean I, out, ju- just just uh, nice. to cut you off. Uh, most ballots we ever sent out. We haven't even had like half the people that I'm expecting like. Like, Demetrius hasn't done a ballot. Dave Ritter hasn't done a ballot. Um, so, like, some of our ma- our regulars haven't even done ballots yet, and we got a, a record number of, of ballots out. I think um, the weekend I did it just uh, alone on Saturday, I think I sent out, like, 15 or 16 of them.
0: Oh, nice. So
1: I'm excited for that.
0: 1600, he means. (laughs) Uh, But no, I mean, him and Jericho, the comparisons, you know, of course, obviously with Shima starting, you know, or or reigniting, you know, a company in in China, you know, which is totally different than bringing this group kind of everywhere, you know, with the strong hearts, good hearts, whatever you want to call them, (laughs) uh, Matt Jackson, but um, just some interesting, exciting stuff, especially with the news of a wrestler that, uh, is not only asking, but telling, uh, the WWE that, uh, he wants his release and that he will not be signing. Uh, we'll talk a little about that and maybe some correlations with that, uh, later on.
1: So where do you, where do you want to kind of jump in right away tonight? Alex, with this whole, do we, do you want to go the results route? Um, there's d- depending, depending, uh, I mean, this, this, I guess I could say this is going to be something that could be pretty quick. Um, but something I find interesting is this is a company that I'm really invested in right now. And I hope it's for a good thing because they don't even have a streaming service. And mm-hmm. I really want them to. But um, Pro Wrestling Noah's president and CEO Yusuke Fua announced today that Ledet Entertainment has acquired 75% of the promotion shares. And thus the promotion Whoa. becomes a subsidiary to the new owner. Uh, this move has been in the works since November of last year after Ledet began to support the promotion of a co- uh, cooperative relationship. Ledet specializes in advertisement and entertainment ventures with their president and CEO being Hiroyuki Suzuki. Uh, with this change means that the active board, excluding Fua, who remains the CEO of NOAA Global Entertainment, will be stepping down, including Masayuki Uchida, this also follows some previous reports that NOAA relocated their office once again, which is now at the same building as Ladette, which is in uh, Yurakucho, Kyoto, mm-hmm. Tokyo. Uh, the Ladette office also features several men on the active board who have worked in the pro wrestling field, including hero Takeda, a former executive officer for New Japan Pro Wrestling and producer for DDT's DNA shows, AAA show yep. in Japan, and the recent revival of the Differ Cup, and also the Mitsu Yoshida. And also Mitsu Yoshida, who has worked with Riki Choshu for the Power Hall shows, which ironically, I watched one of those Choshu proto-shoes earlier this year. Um, Takeda pictured, which obviously, uh, I'll, I'll retweet this, um, will assume Uchida's position in February and aims to build something special heading into the big Yokohama show on March 10th. He wishes to see a focus built upon bigger matches and building up the talent to lead the promotion. Huh. Um, now, this scares me for the fact that Noah now has had three ownership changes in the last five years. Um, we saw them try a partnership with Impact. Um, I hope th- this, this goes somewhere well. I'm in the, the, thing, the feeling where this either really helps Noah or I think it really hurts Noah doing it again. I don't know how much of a middle ground there can be, Yep. But when we went to the Corken Hall show on January sixth, I think Corkin does seventeen seventeen ten as a sellout, if you're counting standing room, and they did like fifteen something, so they almost sold out Cork. Oh, mind you, there was probably maybe a hundred fifty to a hundred were you know Americans or, or Brits or things like that.
0: Wow, Corkin's only That's... about seventeen hundred seats, huh?
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, that's including the standing room, too. So, you know, it, it's it, they did a good job with it. I rewatched the other day the um, uh, Kaito Kiyomiya title match against Kano, which is a rematch from last year's when Kano was champion against Kiyomiya. And it's just, to me, like, it scares me because I don't think Kiyomiya is an ace yet. I think he's only like 22, 23 years old. Could be wrong, but he's very young. He's very mm-hmm. basic, just, you know, green trunks, white boots. He doesn't seem to have a lot of charisma, you know, and I'm watching Cano beat the shit out of this guy in this match. And I watched this with Demetrius because Demetrius is a Cano fan too. And, and as we're watching this and me not being the mark sitting there watching it and actually analyzing it while looking at it while mm-hmm. it was a really good match it was really well done. They went about 32 minutes, um, my only issue was the fact that Kano looked like the star. Kiyomiya looked like a geek half the time in there and just didn't look like he fit the part as champion. Mm-hmm. Um, they just had Masa Mia take him out after a six-man tag at the the last, I think it was a, a 27th he just had the show. But after the match was over, when he, when he actually pinned Kiyomiya, put the foot on the chest, flexed, was you know, putting himself as the next challenger. I just don't know after the good run that Takeshi Sagara had last year after beating Cano, that mm-hmm. if Kia is going to be able to sustain this and build this company either farther, because they got a lot of good things going right now. The hooligans are a great heel faction. Yuji Hino, he, he's the guy who runs it. He's the one that has that big F-wording bomb where he power bombs the guy after holding him like way behind his head and throws him. Mm. Um, and he's a great heel um, They're in a feud with uh, 50 Funky Powers uh, uh, Yone and uh, Muhammad Yone and Quiet Storm And Go Shizaki and Katsuhiko Nakajima So they're kind of feuding around with these guys I mean Cody Hall's in the group which kind of disgusts me It's But it's a lot of the grimy guys Bayback <laughs> Kanaguchi Kazuma Saka, uh, Sakamoto So a lot of just like dirty Japanese indie kind of guys but it works mm-hmm. They come out Big flag, you know, doing their hooligan shtick, and it's working. My favorite, probably my fa- my favorite faction, of all of wrestling, the Rattels, um Yohei left the group. Um, they just had they just had a title match where Yohei faced Daisuke Harada for the the junior title. Harada beat him and said to him, you know, you need to come back home. You need to come back with me uh, Hayata and Tadiske with the Rattels. And he said, no, I'll never come back to you guys. And her said, that means I'm going to take every moment of my life to make your life. Hell. Um, Yohei said, bring it. They asked him about his former tag partnership with Hayata in the group. And he said to me, he's, I'm going to treat him like an ex wife. Um, uh, and I mean, it was, they got a, it, which is, which was kind of funny, but they're building a really good program with this. Um, Yohei's wearing black and white now instead of his crazy purplish gold like he did with Hayata and the Rattels, where he's matching Yoshinari Ogawa. Uh, they got Kotaro Suzuki with them. And they're kind of they ran a nice six man at the show that we went to at Cork, and so they have some good angles going right now. Mm-hmm. But the middle of it, you have an ownership change, and I just don't know. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what that means or how that's going to react. And that's what kind of scares me
0: about this whole. Well, the whole four thing. out of yeah, I was about to say, would you say four owners in what five? Uh, years? Three
1: owners in five years, yeah.
0: Like that's, uh, I mean, this Ladette. There's, I'm not really seeing too much on this story except from one, one site here, and yeah, I mean, it seems like they've had their handful, you know, in, into some organization. So I guess that could be. You know, something of, of a positive there, but, I mean, it, it, it kind of all depends, too, on, you know, what they do with the talent, kind of like you were saying. Um, I'm surprised you like another faction as much as Damnation over at DDT, but <laughs> that's a story for a different day. Uh, no, like you said, fair, with uh,
1: the, the Rattels, I've been a fan of for about two, two and a half years. Okay. (laughs) Whereas the damnation was something that we both bouldered and discovered in October. So maybe maybe they're not my favorite, but (laughs) sorry. sorry.
0: No, this, I mean, it's an interesting, you know, aspect, you know, this company, I mean, is, is not even 20 years old yet, you know, that they'll hit that mark next year. So, I mean, it's still, you know, relatively, New, but still, you know, kind of one of, one of the older ones, you know, comparable to to Dragon Gate, you know, DDT and what what have you there. But some interesting interesting uh, topics. Sorry, DDT was in '97 when it was Dream Team. What um, did you also <laughs> notice? DDT's logo looks like a interesting wrestling dreidel.
1: It's, it's the greatest, I, I don't know what I got <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say to that.
0: <laughs> but it also oh, I'm looking at it, but it also ever. looks like a panda bear with a wrestling ring for like his hair or his head. Because there's the ears, there's kind of the his hair, but I, there's so many it's like the uh, the dollar bill there, but uh, so many things to you kind of break out of that. But I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued now. I, I know, like you've been talking, Noah hyped up. So, you know, like you said, hopefully they will get a streaming service as they tweeted at you soon.
1: Yeah, I I really want it. Now, I've been able to find um, – I rewatched that show from Cork, and I'm going to try to stay up on this. And, you know, this is one of those things where maybe even as a pet pod project, So not, since I was so – goofed into watching random wrestling maybe if we ever kick that patreon off i could do this on my spare time but i just i i love noah and you know you you go back uh uh, the destiny 05 show i think it was still has here we go i think you could argue the best closing stretch of matches i mean it was the main event was toshiaki kawada against mitsuharu misawa and then your, your semi main was Kenta Kobashi taking on uh, Kensuke Sasaki in that match where they literally chopped each other back and forth for like seven minutes. So, I mean, you look at the lineage of, of Noah with Kenta mm-hmm. coming from there and Mara Fuji. And, you know, sorry, High 69, that you lost your tag partner out of the deal, but.
0: You know, Taiji
1: Shibori was there to go recently. Hmm. And and, yeah. and they've had so many amazing – Takeshi Morishima was there. Um, go Shizaki, who's still running right now, is, you know, there. But there's just – there's so many good talents. And when Junaki hey, Yama – Hey, man, they had
0: D'Lo Brown there, so that's pretty <laughs> damn cool.
1: You're looking at the realist now. We're taking to sorry ass back to the street. You know, <laughs> well, they all – Claudio. The all so Japan.
0: they – so it looks like we had a relationship uh, with the ring of honor back in the day. They did. Cause I mean, you had Daniel San Claudio, um, Eddie Edwards, Bobby fish. I just like, I mean, Cabana, the Briscoes, my God, I I got to go back to watch some of some of those matchups. That's probably where uh Dan O'Brien got his uh, eye kicked in by Kenta.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the, uh, uh, Takeshi Morishima clotheslined Brian Danielson and broke his retina in the middle of the match, his oh, eye gosh. orbital or whatever, and he still finished the match. By the way, too. Um, but that was when Morishima was their champion, you know. Oh, wow. And so there was there was a lot. Yeah, he was Ring of Honor champ for a little bit, um, but they've they've just had a fun history. <laughs> they've always had great wrestling. I just, you know, like I said, we don't really talk about Noah on the show, but. As as something that I really enjoy, I just wanted to get it out there and just just talk for a minute about it because it's something like, dude. I hope that this this can nail it because
0: you know start. Who do you think Japan, is seen as number two behind New Japan in Japanese companies? Probably DDT. Because um, I was wondering I think, with that I mean, that Peter Pan show, they they packed they packed the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be real, and and you know with. Uh, you know with the um whatchamacallit, the, their their tournaments uh you know again they they were kind of packing those uh, gymnasians as as we could see through uh some of the drone shots there but uh, <laughs> but no i i know now Noah, well, you know kind of I, I found an article saying that no I like how they're saying we want to shoot for that number two spot, you know, and then we're going to go after New Japan. Which I I like how he's being honest about the situation. I'm like, hey, we're we're going to try to overtake, you know, New <laughs> Japan. It's like, no, we're going to start slow. We're going to try to, you know, weed out, you know, the five, six other, you know, uh, companies, you know, out out there. So, uh, yeah, definitely we 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 will be keeping an eye out on the uh, progression, hopefully, of NOAA starting in February.
1: And uh, you know, I'm hoping too. Like, I, I, there's there's so much good wrestling in Japan right now that I know I know it's easy to say that, but like, I where does all I Japan just, throw in? Where does Dragon Gate? See, Where's all, all Japan is another great company. It's another one that I feel like I need to get their streaming service back because they're doing a lot of great things. The two um, New Year shows that we went to were tremendous, and the fact that uh, Shuji Ishikawa signed there means that now they have him under contract, which is a huge deal. You know, Junakiyama's mm-hmm. really revitalizing that company. Kento Miyahara is a true ace. He's like the, the, the go-to, I think, like as much as I like, you know, Shima and, and Kenosuke Takashita <laughs> and those kind of guys as the aces of these companies, Kento Miyahara is a star. And they made a star with Kai. Joe Doring is great. Um Dylan James is is really good, too. They got an awesome angle going with Big Japan, who, you know, I know Big Japan isn't everyone's cup of tea, but for as much as, yes, they do have deathmatch wrestling, they have a lot of strong wrestling, strong style wrestling. And, you know, hands down, I don't think there's anybody on the planet that had a better month That right now the current MVP for me for the year after the month of January is Daisuke Sakamoto. Um, that guy's wrestle one champ. He is big Japan champ. I I mean, I think I talked about him last show with you a little bit. Um, but now at the, at the big Japan show that they just ran, uh, the violent giants, Ishikawa and Suwama defended their all Japan titles against strong BJ, which is, um, Daisuke Sakamoto once again, who's the belt collector and Yuji Okabayashi. And they ended up winning the All Japan Tag Titles So he's a tag champ in All Japan He's the heavyweight champion in in Wrestle 1 And he's the strong division champion in Big Japan So Daisuke Sakamoto is taking over He's like Shima in a way
0: Okay So the way that I'm looking at this They have it literally dissected into different groups Where people from the Strong BJ can't fight anyone In the Deathmatch BJ Which, whoa, that's a whole nother a rabbit hole. I'm sure we'll get into <laughs> on another podcast. <laughs> but I mean, like Messiah Takahashi can't face, you know, Kazumi Kakuta at any time, right?
1: Yeah, like so. So everything is the the show is literally spit. It, it, think of it this way: it's Raw, Raw and SmackDown on the same show. Okay, like that's Smackdown what I was just about. Yeah, you.
0: and then like 205 lives, the the Strong J, or would that be the NXT?
1: Well, so I would say, like, your strong division, you know, you could say is SmackDown or Raw, and then the death Mm -hmm. division is the other one. So, like, you know, Masashi Takeda, who, you know, everybody knows how much I fell in love with him. He was Mm -hmm. the death match champion, while up until Dicey Sakamoto won, it was Hideki Suzuki was the strong division champion. So they would have two different main champions on these shows, and they would run them, and so... Big Japan, you can argue, is doing great business right now too. So you have all Japan, Big Japan, are probably are tied for third. I would say Noah's behind them. <laughs> I would say DDT's number two, and then somewhere after Noah, I would say is like Wrestle One or Zero One kind of. And and that's not. This is also not talking about. You know the women's companies, which I think you can mm-hmm. classify on their own, because you have Ice yeah. Ribbon, who's probably in third. You have Sendai Girls, who's probably two, and then obviously Stardom's your number one. But I mean, Sendai Girls is so good because you know, with Sendai Girls, you got you got uh, Dash Asago, you got Shirohiro Hashimoto, uh, you got Miko Satamura who's a freaking the heavyweight mm. champion in Fight Club Pro Wrestling Men. I think she's defending <laughs> against Chris Brooks. Um, at their next oh, show. Oh wow! Uh, or no, she's facing Mark Davis from Aussie Open.
0: Even better. Because wow,
1: Aussie Aussie Open and CCK are together in Fight Club Pro because they were they were basically they did the thing against uh, Daisuke Sekimoto and Yuji Okabayashi, Miko Satamura and Akira Tozawa at that show we went to. Um, they had two tag matches out of it, <laughs> so like there is a lot of good wrestling in Japan. It's just a matter of finding enough time to digest in it. And I just don't want Noah to be the one that gets sent behind. Like, like mm-hmm. they'll never be like a heat up or, or uh, you know, a company like like Seedling or anything like those, like small, small. But I just, I want him to stay up there and I want him to continue to grow. And, you know, long story short, that's just why I wanted to kind of just bring it to the forefront with some people. If you get a chance to support Noah, man, they have such a great product. They just need eyes on them. They just need some eyes on them.
0: So you're saying Masato Anaba no 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 never mind. Yeah, can he challenge Akira
1: Hiyoto at any time? Well, if they want to switch divisions they can. But I I but believe he's a the freelancer. way set up, Oh, then he can then then he's not set up for anything. Like what else does he does he work in like freedom? Freedoms? <laughs>
0: Who Brahmin Kai? That that's just a no, bro-man? The Brahmin
1: brothers can lick my asshole. They they. they... <laughs> oh, dude! They, no offense, not not because of licking assholes, but I'm looking at a picture.
0: <laughs> it looks like what Demetrius should go as for Halloween.
1: <laughs> the Brahmin brothers are so like they run around with buckets of water and throw them at you, and
0: they're just it's just they like, look like it. the Gallagher brothers, not the Oasis, but like Gallagher. <laughs> And Gallagher yeah. too No effing joke Please look up the Brahmin brothers right away Demetrius please go uh, You you and Kyle The Brahmin brothers I love it
1: Brahmins. When they came out Isaiah <laughs> like, I like rolled my eyes And Isaiah's like well, These guys are quite interesting I was like Ed they're, <laughs> they're, they're bothersome He and wouldn't like, like five them minutes, Like five minutes into it He's like Well this show might not be that good, because that was the first match. I'm like, don't let that sour you. And then he watched Masashi Takeda pull out this, like, wicked hedge clipper, like, switchblade and Irish whip people and <laughs> slashed them on, on their way back on their head. And he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then Yuji Okabayashi beat the shit on top of – or beat somebody up on top of me. So that was also interesting. Thanks, thank wow. you, Yuji Okabayashi. But you are tight, so I can't be mad at you. You know, these they uh, of Taiki. But uh-huh. anyway, I'm, that was that was my tangent. That was my tangent. I, no, that's I awesome. over to you.
0: I as well as uh the the listening audience. Yes, please check out Pro Wrestling Noah. Um, and the ninety other. Um, hey, America is catching up now with with their uh, with their companies. That is for sure. Uh, with AEW and, and MEA and all the other fun stuff happening. But breaking
1: news. Do we get that Dwayne Johnson?
0: I hope so. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson confirming he won't appear in Fast and the Furious Nine.
1: Jeez, are at nine?
0: Well, they're doing 10, and then they're calling it. And then they're doing like an all-ladies, Ocean's 8-esque type of Fast and Furious. And then, of course, we got Hobbs and Shaw, which comes out this year, which I cannot wait. Give me more, uh, Statham and The and, and Rock. Um, and also, if anyone has not heard, Roman Reigns, who who will be playing The Rock's brother in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. So, he's, it appears he's, he's doing better. <laughs> yeah,
1: sounds like he might be actually back. Sooner rather than later. I
0: thought he was gonna be number thirty. He was just gonna knock on our truth, but uh I guess in a way he did, or at least his lineage.
1: <laughs> you know, Demetrius and we were talking before the rumble the the after watching Takeover and we're like, dude, what if it's all a work and WWE used his he said he had leukemia so he could go film a movie and then he returns at the rumble and it was just a work.
0: Oh my God! That would he would he then finally become a heel uh, with true heel heat?
1: No, because they would not think they did anything wrong. They'd be like, "Oh, it's just an angle, <laughs> a curt Angle." <laughs> but by, by the way, the uh, the biggest pop, and then we'll then then uh, we'll transition to some results or whatever you want to go into. Uh, when we were watching the Royal Rumble, and uh, like that giant moon was there for Ember Moon, the three D yeah. thing. I then started going on tangents, like Billy Kay came out, and I'm like, oh, damn it, get a kangaroo up there. And we started like going into tangents about what should be up there. And <laughs> leave it there for Peyton Royce. And we we started going into all these random tangents. And there was some <laughs> items that we were saying for some of these wrestlers that were like, very true that could have happened, but just obnoxious. And then like, as we're thinking, and we're like, oh, God, what if that's really there? And and when the moon was first the there, I don't remember who said it, but they're like, "Is that thing really hanging there? That thing looks like it's gonna kill somebody." We're like, no, no, it's VR. <laughs> <laughs> Did you put on your VR
0: glasses?
1: Like uh, no, do I do not the have them NBA
0: anymore. League pass? I what? Gave it,
1: I, I gave them to Kyle a couple of years ago for a hundred dollars. Bastard. And I didn't pay for them.
0: Oh, you, oh, but you sold it, so you, of course you were to make money off of that. You bastard! I'll just say it again. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, I was to say it was so nice you said it twice.
0: <laughs> do you think the Rumble, the Women's Rumble especially, missed a great opportunity when uh, speaking of uh, of Billy Kay when she came out and said, "I'm not entering the ring until Peyton comes out," you know, which I thought was fun. You know, it was different. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I could dig it into the character. Um, wouldn't it be great is when you know uh, Peyton Royce finally did come out. That's when the man Would come out, take her out Take the spot And then technically uh, Billy Kay would never enter the Rumble And then technically could have possibly Set up a match to say who won The Royal Rumble
1: Oh snap Could have
0: worked Wouldn't that Did have you... been a great Ah, well, that, that would have been going, fun going. No, that, that would have just been a fun Different type of thing Because I was like Why emphasize that Just for her to come in Two numbers later Like mm-hmm. it was just
1: like I was like yeah. Oh
0: you could have worked Something
1: cooler there Well what was the point Of having Nikki Crosby The one in between them, Just to assault Billy Kay And then go back To doing what you're Trying to do like, Yeah what, Okay well I guess That's how it was Did you see what Bully Ray said uh, Said they should have did No um, I got I'll pull this up here Bully Ray said this On Busted Open he said, I'm going to give you a scenario in which if they'd given it a tiny more thought, and I'm not saying they didn't, maybe they thought of the exact idea I'm going to throw out there, but they decided not go with it. The majority of the WWE Universe, I do not believe, knows who Fit Finley is. I kind of could really? see that for people that are, maybe, you know, people that just got in the last five years might not know who that is. I think uh, that's where true. he's going. True. Um, He said, obviously, I know who he is, you know who he is, the diehard wrestling fan knows who he is, and all due respect to Fit Finley, but there are probably a lot of people who do not understand who Fit was. You have to really be knowledgeable about how the WWE works. Fit Finley is out there, right? He said, if Lana was hurt, I almost would have liked to have seen some of the girls come out there to check on Lana, and Becky could have been one of them. They could have done this right there on the rampway or a shot in the back even, live and panned to the back. You could have seen Becky with ice on her neck with random girl one and random girl two. They're all just checking on Lana. You could have Becky sitting in a chair someplace else. And that's where fit could have made eye contact with Becky and pulled her to the side and said, listen, we need one more girl out there. That's where Becky turns around. I'm sorry, fit. I tapped out to us she was the better woman today. Um, he said, I'll live to fight another day, and that's where you see Fit build up Becky and go, Becky, you deserve to go out there. There's no shame in tapping, and I agree with you. Oslo is the better girl, but these people want you there, and these people need you. You see Fit Finley talk up Becky Lynch, and that's when he gives her the <laughs> motion that says, go to that ring. Is he trying to be a
0: screenwriter now?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was end like,
0: Cue audience. Yeah. Zoom. Like, Finn. <laughs> No, like I a, mean it was it dumb. Like Where was like, "Let me in there," uh, but no, that that's even dumber. I'm I'm <laughs> sorry. It would have been better if she would have <laughs> did what happened in the Men's Rumble. Just take her ass out and say, "I'm taking it." What are you gonna do? Who else hey, do you have back there? Explain this to me. What the hell? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, hey, WWE about- is definitely going <clears throat> beyond. The universe, it seems like, after um, last Sunday, we
1: we complain about the World Tag League how it meant nothing. We complained about the Junior Tag League how it meant nothing. Well, apparently, the Mixed Match Challenge meant nothing either. Truth <laughs> didn't, didn't even get in the rumble. But well, we what all knew that was going to happen.
0: Come on, we 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 said it on the show that we said what's going to happen is going
1: to get knocked out. He's not even going to make it into the match. At least he got to wrap uh, out Jack Swagger to the ring on Saturday.
0: When when I heard that he did that, I said, oh, there's no way in the hell he's entering that rumble. <laughs> he got his <it>, spotlight. <laughs> and he, he wasn't even on cue with his... Like, that wasn't even on, on point. I was like, he's not making it to the ring. He can't even get his... You can't get any of that
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, did you, did that you guy won a world first. title. Hell, yeah, he did. He beat Ken Shamrock. I thought he beat a football player. But he beat uh, Ken Shamrock and I think Jeff Jarrett also. Because he's <laughs> like a two-time Jarrett. NWA world champion. And he's also, <laughs> the no-
0: or was, the number two entrant in the 2019 Men's Royal Rumble Isn't it crazy (laughs) that we have to say Men's Royal Rumble now I mean not crazy in a bad way In a good way Like there are two Rumbles And let's just say in my opinion uh, The women dominated with their Rumble match Here's
1: what I think is crazy Is the whole time they're going Nia Jax is the first woman to enter both the men's And (laughs) women's Royal Rumble I named (laughs) the four others (laughs) But I'm like this is only the second Women's Royal Rumble so why are you yeah. making a big deal about this like Yeah <laughs>
0: Shout out to That's Karma too. by the way Shout out to Beth Phoenix who was on commentary who threw out a man and they're like Nia Jax is the first ever to throw out a man I was like remember Beth Phoenix throwing out the great Kali
1: as the weirdest
0: <laughs> elimination <laughs> ever
1: You think she just sat there like hmm. Probably. Interesting.
0: She didn't wear a cool shirt this time though. <laughs> no. She always wears like an awesome retro shirt, but this time nope. Um also she needs to get back into the ring because uh, that would be amazing.
1: So you did you watch any of the kickoff show? We could start right there, Royal Rumble. Um, um fun fact. So I, I
0: kinda did that. Um and then I was really confused why Razar and Scott <laughs> Dawson teamed up. I literally left my cousins. I said, hey, I'm going to go get some food because this is utter BS. <laughs> yes. And I said, I, he's asking me questions. He has no idea what he's watching or what he got himself into since my TV. Uh, since he has a 75-inch, I was like, yeah, I'll go watch the Rumble at his house. And it snowed in anyways. Uh, and I literally risked my life in the cold and the snow, uh, snowy streets of Old town and, uh, and, and decided to not watch that garbage. So why and how... <laughs> Did one and a half of the villains from from Secret of the Ooze team up with Scott Dawson? Uh, <laughs> AEW cannot come soon enough. How and why because the hell that happened? Because obviously,
1: if they won, they would both receive a chance at a future title match. Because they couldn't just pick one team <sighs> to get a title shot. So they, look, they said they're gonna they're gonna pay attention to the tag division and that the revival were gonna be the focus of the division. And then this crap happened. I laughed. Um, I didn't even see that. Aren't Russo we in control?
0: Did you call for that? Did the media call for that? Who called for that shit? I yeah, didn't. I thought
1: I, I thought it was I our thought t- we
0: were in control. I'm gonna tweet that.
1: <laughs> <It's> like, come <laughs> on. Uh, I mean, it, okay, great. That was what it was. I didn't see Rusev Nakamura because I was done with the free show at that point. So I don't know that. <laughs> I, so you had the same
0: reaction as me. I was confused when she was limping. I was like, what? Rusev had <laughs> to win, right? Apparently not.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's put the belt on Rusev for like eight days or whatever it was. Like, that's stupid. Um, I did watch the the cruiserweight match. Did you watch that?
0: I did not, no. Because the, uh, the pizza bad. was taking way too long, and I almost spun out into a dish <laughs> because I was trying to think of why uh, Razor uh, from from Ninja Turtles two was was teaming up with uh, Arn Anderson Jr. I was severely <laughs> angry.
1: Um, well, obviously because Aikman's hurt and they don't know what to do with them so if we're gonna feature the tag division. Damn it! Let's oh, get one of them on TV and take. Wouldn't you those have revivals. just left?
0: Like if you're the Revival like why wouldn't you just leave?
1: They, I wouldn't be surprised before it's all said and done because their contract, I think they said, is up in April of 2020. So they have 14 months left. Who's to say they don't nevel this thing? Can,
0: how much are these contracts to buy out from other companies? Is it just the remainder or is there like an incentive? Obviously, there, I would think there would be.
1: I could see it being a buyout, but let's be honest, there's no way that the WWE is going to accept a buyout. They'd rather pay them, not have them on TV and cool them off, which they thought was going to happen with Neville, and that didn't happen, but.
0: No. We all thought he was (laughs) going to be in Chicago, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, in September. and At least we'll see him in Vegas. But my other thing is, so speaking of contracts here for a second, we'll get back to the Rumble. This has been weighing on my mind since we talked, you know, the, the payment structure or lack thereof. Uh, for the wrestlers and companies and what it is to be exclusively signed, you know, an exposure from TV, yada, yada. So you have, like, someone like, I I don't know, let's say the Daredevil, Derek Fury. He's, you know, a champion with one company, but can he work for other companies or is he exclusively signed to the one that Matthew uh, from Botchamania so much uh, loves? Are you talking –
1: are you okay now? I I guess my my question is when you say the company, are you talking like a WWE contract? Are you talking a progress? Like, contract, does he have AEW? a contract with
0: with EWI? Is he like
1: exclusive
0: with them? I know he's worked with oh, one Demetrius? other company before. Yeah.
1: I okay now I get where you're going. I was I started thinking Neville, but with Demetrius, and I'm like, wait, like Dragon Gate? How did Demetrius get? And then I got really dumb on it. Because <laughs> I was still <laughs> thinking about like the Neville thing. Could no, Demetrius
0: so, sign with Drag or or uh, wrestle for Dragon? He could game, do whatever, whatever hell he is. wants.
1: He just here's so with the company. Why like does he goes and, Because he's friends with Mercer. So it's like, hey, he's wrestling for Mercer. There's another company that, um, there's 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 these two dudes that are awesome that that worked the EWI shows When I was there. Uh, Blake Broadway and Mister Incredible. Um, they're they're a tag team called Man uh, Mad Ass. I can't say the last word, but you can kind of get where I'm going. Yeah, they're but they're awesome. They're good dudes. They had great matches with the uh, the Sanchez brothers out of Winnipeg. Uh, one of the shows uh-huh. I was at and the um, oxymoron. The
0: Sanchez <laughs> brothers from Winnipeg. A-, a-, a J.
1: What is it? A J. Sanchez and I think C J. Sanchez. I I apologize in the last one, um, but. They, we had we took shots for Albanio, who I used to wrestle with, because um, they're friends with him. But uh, anyway, long story short, um, they were like, "Dude, you should jump over to NLW or whatever the." Um, there's a company in North Dakota that's like three times bigger than than this. This is where like Eric Cannon and Rob Page and the guys like that all all are four from the Midwest
0: mm-hmm. and.
1: Mercer hates him because they took a lot of his business. So like they're like, dude, they want they wanted Demetrius to join man and go over there with him, oh. but he wouldn't do it because Demetri he, he knows Mercer would be mad at him for doing it. But he'd probably get paid better and he you know, he'd be over there. But Mercer would just hold a grudge. So that's kind of the with a lot of the indie stuff, you know, when you get personal with promoters, they hold grudges. They get you know, they hold beefs. When I was in NIW, I didn't agree yeah, with but what had more money? got booked. Yeah, I probably would. He probably they'd probably get booked more because there's more shows. But like when I was in NI, NIW, um, I hand I, I was a tag team champion with this dude Vinnie Devine, and we really didn't like the way the company was going. We didn't like the direction of it, and I like I said, dude, I'm not doing that. And I wanted to go to this other company, MCW, which obviously became a staple for me. And like I'm like you know, hey, I want to go there and be their champion. Blah blah blah. And they're like, if you go there, you can't wrestle for us anymore. So I gave him the tag belt and left. Huh. But that's felt like a lot of indie promotions. You Medusa? No, I, um, I went in the building and we actually, I went there, I went to go watch the, the N.I.W. show to support, you know, my, my friends that I had. And mm-hmm. um, all, like 10 of the MCW guys came with me. They wanted to support me, even though half, like Demetrius had never met me and he showed up. That's the first time I met him, so like, Whoa. The dude had my back, and we went in there, and
0: he would never leave you until last <laughs> he year. Knew,
1: he knew it was going to happen, um, and you know, we went there, and um, the the crowd, you know, that one of the guys came from the back that was friends with the promoter, and he's like, he's like, "What's up, man? Give me the belt," you know, and they were all pissed at me. I was like, "Take it," and I had yeah. it laying across my across my crotch, and. He had to take it off my crotch, and I just smiled at him. And of course, my tag partners in the ring, and they had to—he had to bring out a new tag partner for this tag title match. And the crowd started chanting, "We want Cook," because they saw me in the crowd. And Whoa! Like, and my tag partners, like, yeah, well, we don't. On the mic, and he looked right at me, and I just started laughing. I was like, "Damn, dude!" And then he's <laughs> like, "Sorry about that." And I was like, "No, that was good, man. That was good." Yeah. He's—he's he's like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm pissed because you know we were a great team, but. I understand, And I was like, no, nah, I, I hear you. You know? But And then the crowd started chanting, this guy that took my spot, his name was Sinister Zach Neal, and the crowd started chanting, new cook sucks at him, and he had no idea who I was. <laughs> I had no idea what's going on. <laughs> but anyway, that, tangent aside, that's kind of the, you know, how some of it goes. But more you know, appearance would be
0: more money. Isn't that better? I get yeah, trips yeah. to Los Angeles every, never but once. But, like, I, I don't know. I I would think you would want to, to, like, why isn't he with the Midwest All-Star Wrestling? I think he would be great in a promotion like that. And it's closer to home. And they run shows opposite of the other company that he has to drive nine hours to.
1: I don't think he, like, so the reason he worked at Seven Star was because they booked me on the show and I asked to wrestle him. Mm-hmm. So like I brought him with me there and like he has an in with a bunch of the guys and and if I if he really wanted to I could probably get him in there. Hell. Kyle asked me, "Is there any do you know any wrestling companies I could maybe try to do like ring announcing for? I've been I've been doing um like MCing like these a couple rap concerts and I, I'm getting uh-huh. comfortable with it." And I talked to the MAW guys ironically that we were at and said, "Hey man, I don't know if you remember this guy from the from when we did the radio roll But I got I got somebody that wants to give a shot At ring announcing and sure enough Last weekend they brought him in to do ring announcing And he did the ring announce for the show So if nice. he just really wanted to step in I could get him in there I think But he never yeah. asked so I'm not going to You know It is what it is but that's, And that's going to be like kind of circling back With the devil That's, that's yep. the beauty I think of this all elite wrestling Is they're signing exclusive deals But as long as they don't have a show booked, you know, it's fine. It's kind of like New Japan. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you can work with these places, but we have your priority. Which, speaking of that, it's on the little little docket that I quickly wrote up to make, make show time. Do I get <laughs> to take my victory lap yet, yet for next week that I've been calling for a month since I knew about this date? I would say so. <laughs> I wish we were in Vegas for this pool party.
0: Yeah, that would be, oh, man. Off the chain, as they would and, say. And
1: because I, I don't know if you watched the latest. Did you watch the new *Being the Elite* that came out on Monday? Yep, uh,
0: I did not yet, but I, I heard the phone was found, yeah. and and there was a new countdown clock.
1: Yep, the countdown was for like six o'clock on next Thursday on the seventh. But they they cut they cut to Matt sitting on his phone at the end of it. And he's like, yeah. I can't believe they actually thought they were, that you were going to be there yesterday. me like, <laughs> like, <laughs> with that. And last tangent, um, we see, we see a picture of Cody Rhodes and Marty Skrull and going over the picture of Marty Skrull is a big, huge picture of MJF's face and Cody Rhodes tapes it over Marty Skrull. And Brady <laughs> Rhodes is like, the hell are you doing? That's your friend. He's like, Marty's dead. You, you, you can't see that. You're in denial. Marty's dead. We have to move on <laughs> And then he, he hangs up the picture And she like cusses at him and walks away And he's like god we're two cool guys We're two really cool guys And just a picture of him with MJ's face <laughs> I love that that uh, Marty
0: nice. Skrull's new shirt by the way The uh, all my friends are dead I definitely uh, Need that in my life Effing brilliance <laughs>
1: I dude. Loving, April,
0: um, his, he is out, man. He is out. Yeah. <laughs> He's like I'm I'm I love PCO. We love PCO here at WrestleCast Radio. Uh don't forget uh dot com forward slash WrestleCast for all uh check out our three awesome ass shirts. Check it on Twitter too at WrestleCast underscore SSM. Um but yeah, I, I love PCO you're, you're a fan of, uh, who is it, Trevor Lee, Brody King? Uh, those guys all seem the same to me at the moment. Um, but uh, with Villain Enterprises, uh, yeah, I, I think you're totally right. He is skedaddling the hell out. Uh, is the big appearance, do you think, uh, at Double or Nothing, or is it going to be uh, kind of after that at the show in Jacksonville?
1: Mm, I, think, I think something will go down in Vegas. <sighs> I think so. Because they still have they still have three and a half months until that show.
0: Man, oh man. It's it's gonna be interesting. Uh so many rumors uh on who could be signing. And you I think you said it best the other week, uh, when you said it's pretty much like an NBA free agency summer, um, where so much is going to happen leading up into that uh uh double or nothing um out in May.
1: Oh, I can't wait, man! It's gonna be oh, it's gonna be good. There's, dude. It's 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 literally July first for the NBA right now because anything can happen and everything is changing. What? You, oh man, yeah. I I don't know.
0: Well, it's funny, like Doug Ziggler, zigglering you know the the whole internet as he likes to uh, as he likes to do. Um, you know how he was saying he was on a hiatus you know, cue the Royal Rumble. You know, he's he's coming in at like number twenty nine or, or what not, twenty seven. Um and it's just like, well, what what's his status? You know, that would be dope as hell if he, you know, he just, hey, he's gonna face Kenny Omega sometime in like twenty twenty. You know, how how crazy <laughs> of a technical match is that going to be or you know, just little nuances where you're just like, oh my gosh, what are they gonna do? And then of course now with all these, you know, Pseudo active or even wrestlers that have legend deals with WWE are pretty much all having pro wrestling tea shops now again teas dot com forward slash Wrestlecast. Um But it's it's crazy how how even that you know it just kind of makes you scratch your head.
1: So you know, let me let me obviously we're talking all this stuff. Um, how how do you book? Kenny in May, if you have if you have a clean bill with everything we've talked about. What do you do with Kenny on that show? Uh you oof. Uh, I would
0: say No, I mean you, you already kinda you know, you have Pac and Paige, you know, pretty much I would say set for that. Um Pac would be amazing. Um I I don't know, bring him bring Pentagon again. Psych. Um, that would be nice, but, um, I don't know. I I think it's too early to do him and Jericho. There's really nothing to really set that up yet. I mean, it all depends on kind of the signing, what they do, what happens with Mr. Good. You know, if his contract really does end end in April, how could they do something that quick? I highly doubt it. I think you, you tease him, bring him at the end um, of the Vegas show, to be honest with you. Um, I I don't know. I from the roster, it's kind of a hard. I don't know. Do you need a Kenny Omega match to kind of start uh, that first show? Unless they have another uh, signing, unless you have another signing that they're you know have in their back pocket.
1: I would I would love to see Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. Give me back the Mox. Let me pull out my Kamikaze USA shirt one more time.
0: Oh, Moxley. I mean, <laughs> again, like, no. So, case in point, again, you have two weeks. Do you just do it on, on the YouTube?
1: Is that how you set the matchup? See, you're right. That is true. You... Maybe I mean, you I, I would Chicago. say you bring
0: them into Vegas. You know, since that is where he resides, you bring him at the end to challenge Omega into you know the match again for you know the Jacksonville show per se, or you know the other the third show. What did they say they were going? London, something along those lines.
1: And well, the thing I've heard too is is they're going to run Labor Day weekend in Chicago again. Same thing again. That's what we saw. And then I heard October they're going to do MSG.
0: Whoa! What? Crazy!
1: Oh, whoops! <laughs> what? <laughs> nothing. I didn't say nothing. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> I'll I'll text you <laughs> off air for that one. Um,
0: May twenty fifth, though. I mean, in theory, they do have a solid, you know, four weeks, three weeks build Omega. Oh, and uh, and Mister Moxley, but if they do get their hands on on Ziggler, I mean that wouldn't be a bad idea for for a debut match for that company. Um, but I could see you kind of seeing it in the light of how Ziggler met Nakamura, you know, kind of on his first match,
1: you know, All on right. the yeah. roster. I'm gonna have to bring out my heel Ziggler shirt when I go see him at at uh, House of Comedy March seventh, I think. So that should be uh, that should be fun. Let's, let's let's get rid of that. Let's get into the results. But you see why I, why I kind of paused after what I just texted you? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, let Oscar. me in on
0: that thread, by the way. you you got my number.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, by the way, if
0: uh, mm-hmm. I might. I might have someone for the uh the social media if they need are looking for people, uh AEW met a uh awesome gentleman, a friend actually, of a, a popular trio in the WWE uh um on the airplane to Orlando uh, last weekend. And so talking of some wrestling. He hasn't watched it in many, many years, but his friend again he knew was a wrestler. Um and, and it kind of it took me a few seconds to realize who it was. And then we just chatted, talked to him about the, you know, the AEW. He was a little familiar with that. But, you know, of course, uh, as a as, uh, fanboy as I can get, I was, you know, kind of telling him all the scenarios, all the different things, you know, who's wrestling still this and that. And uh, he's like, yeah, uh, I I manage. He's a pretty big wig, I would say. He was like, yeah, I manage social media for this company, this and that. Uh, if you have an in, hey, that'd be nice. Let me uh, let me know. And he's gonna to try to hopefully get Russell Cast a uh, interview with his friend, even though I highly, highly doubt. But hey, the gesture <laughs> was nice. Uh shout out to uh to Mr. Shaz there, uh in the Or Orlando airports. But uh Dude, I can't... some pretty pretty exciting stuff.
1: I-, I can't wait to interview Barry Horowitz. <laughs> That's tight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is he uh I... I-, I can't say that joke. Never mind.
1: I was going to ask him if him and David Starr would ever tag in DDT after what she said their logo looks like. Yes, that's what I was about to bring up. God bless you. <laughs> um Becky Lynch Asuka, what'd you what'd you think of the opening contest we got? I
0: I thought this was a, a very good match. Um I didn't see, I mean this wasn't the Becky Lynch of of the last couple of months wrestling. Wise. The intensity, I didn't think, was all the way there. Asuka, though, on the other hand, was looking like the Asuka we know and love. The Empress mm-hmm. of Kick-Assery. Um, I liked how they made her look strong. And and by no means, Becky Lynch was no slouch in this match. But, but I really liked how they made Asuka the spotlight. You know, of course, everybody and their mom, uh, you know, uh, kind of assumed what was going to happen uh, which again isn't a bad thing you know in a way because it still has that exciting feeling to it but uh we we all kind of knew Asuka was going to take it i love the time they gave uh uh Becky Lynch and Asuka into this match here um but i love also the submission spots kind of throughout uh with both women and also you know kind of hitting you know their their submissions as well as their signature uh signature moves um you know with the, with the exploder and whatnot but uh Fun, awesome match A Good match to kind of start off Hopefully a strong year for Asuka
1: Do you think it Like obviously we know what where everything went A couple matches later But do you think by tapping out It did anything to hurt Becky Or do you think it's just one of those We have to do it, we're just going to do it And just roll with the punches And people are just going to act like it's not that big of a thing And move on Um,
0: <clears throat> I think way it was done i, I mean because there were so many opportunities where becky could have tapped i think how um you know oscar had that bridge i want to say you know how she pretty much mm-hmm. advanced her position on it that made it dominant that made it like okay you would tap too if you were in that same spot you know like she yep. she is only human um even though she is off the levels in in the wrestling universe right now, but uh no, I I I didn't think it, it hurt her. I kind of did question that kind of uh you know at at the instant of the results, but in my opinion, I said no. We all know what we're here for. Awesome that Asuka again looked very strong and and again hopefully has a strong 2019.
1: Yeah, that's and that's kind of my sentiment. I was I was kind of fifty fifty on both because a part of me is like. You know, maybe a nice little back and forth with a quick roll up, and she gets a surprise victory. It's like, damn, mm-hmm. I lost to Asuka again, and it keeps yeah. Asuka going. But I think with how big Becky versus Ronda could be and should be, which I'm sure they're going to screw up in the next week or two anyway, which we'll get we'll get to. Um, yeah. I think you need Asuka to be strong because you're focusing every, you're focusing two women now on a different division on on Raw side. So essentially, three women are all tied up, going to be tied up to Raw. So now you have to make Asuka strong to make whatever match she does at WrestleMania credible. So I, I do I do think that worked, and I will say too, not to not to jump too far over, I, I, unless I'm wrong about this. Um, I thought that that Rousey. Becky promo on Monday was off the charts. I haven't popped yep. that on a Raw in a long time, and Rousey did a perfect job where she threw shade at her, but she threw the Nia Jax at her and not the Asuka tap. Mm-hmm. And now, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think she mentioned the Asuka tap.
0: No, beauty she didn't. behind
1: that is now they're already putting that in the rearview mirror. You can on SmackDown talk about. Asuka getting a definitive win over Becky Lynch, which makes her look good. Then you do Mm -hmm. Becky and Ronda's promo and you don't even bring it up. And nobody even remembers it because that's what the WWE universe is, is goldfish anyway, as they say. So I thought that was a great job with it. And the whole, the the Rousey thing with the, with the, this is like, I own the ground that I stand on line. I was like, damn, dude, I do once again, not to jump over, but I, I, actually enjoyed some of raw for once. So I kind of want to talk about it. Um did, did you before I get too much did you see raw this week? I I caught parts.
0: I I didn't watch all okay. of it. I kind of watched the beginning promo. I watched the, the Lynch rousey thing. Um I didn't watch the Ambrose uh Seth Rollins match, but it was something I was but probably going to start to. checking out in the next couple of days here, but uh um I I kind of know what happens if that makes so-
1: sense. So <laughs> What do you, do you think, because this was the pop of the the freaking year for this company. Do you think they should randomly at one point when Becky Lynch is in the ring running her mouth, maybe by March you do this, maybe after chamber, doesn't matter when or where, but she gets cut off. She calls out Rousey. They say they do, like, I know people hate this angle, but I think this is the perfect way to do it because you have to prolong this. I think mm-hmm. at Elimination Chamber, they should do the Becky-Ronda contract signing. I know they're not wrestling then if you do it that way, but I think it's a great way to build the storyline because this is money right here, and they they mm-hmm. got to play it right. They can't oh, overdo totally. it. totally. You have Rousey take the cheap shot at the chamber, which in a way you're, you're planting the seeds for her to go heel. And I know it's not the ideal thing because of who it is, but with that reaction that the two of them got Ooh, and the, yeah. the intensity behind that promo, you give her the cheap shot to go heel. Becky comes out and calls for answers the next night on the 18th of February. And when she calls out Rhonda, you have Paul Heyman walk out.
0: ho, 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 ho. ho. That'd be nice, especially after coming off that WWE 24 WrestleMania and Heyman and, and Rousey kind of talking and said, seize your moments. This is your mm-hmm. night. And I was like, oh, my gosh, just imagine Heyman for as Rousey's mouthpiece. How fantastic that would be. Uh, and, and, you know, it's been alluded to, you know, before, you know, that was one of the first things when she came in. They were like, put Heyman on her, put Heyman on her. Um I think now or or never is the best time, especially to make that fight, the main event of WrestleMania, even a bigger feel. Even if there's going to be an intruder, even though I think they should have their own WrestleMania rematch on the blue brand. Um, Thank in, you, you know intruder or not into uh the the true main event because why ruin the hottest thing hell you got cyborg at the performance center she's gonna be in becky's corners they're, they're gonna you know squash their beef they're gonna shake hands and then you know cyborg they're gonna do something along those lines with Rousey and her um, and everyone involved, so it's it's a fun, fun, exciting time. Do not blemish this match, WWE, mm. for the love of God. Make it I one on one. one. You're gonna sell those tickets one
1: on one more than one on one on one. I don't know why I said you, it that you, way. And you know that they can't keep their grubby mitts out of the cookie jar, and they're gonna ruin this. The, if if they if they book it the way I said it, and I'm not. You know, I'm not claiming I'm the Lord God Allah here with any of this, but
0: can you imagine
1: the reaction? Not even the, like the cheers or the boos, but can you imagine the awestruck reaction if Paul cool. Haven walked out instead of Rousey? I mean, dude, this would feel like a legit main yep. event feud. This would feel like they're putting all their chips on the table and giving this the damn time it deserves. That's why I want this to happen. And can you, look can what you, it
0: did! Look what it did with the presence of Paul Heyman when that that limo was rolling by, you know, after John Cena got decimated and Paul Heyman is out the window alongside CM Punk, or when Claudio Casanova, sorry, uh, you know, Antonio Cesaro, when he officially <laughs> calls himself a Paul Heyman guy, the place erupted that night. Yes, albeit it was a short experiment. That I still think could have been amazing, um, mm-hmm. der, um That this would, you know, bring again a Rousey into that stratosphere, where yes, the booze were deafening for her on a Monday, uh, more so than than the other way around.
1: And could you think of this this picture too? You're you're on the home stretch for WrestleMania, and you know they're putting an emphasis on it sounds like intergender wrestling sounds like where mm-hmm. they're going, you know, obviously with the Nia Jack stuff, they're trying to ease it in by having the, you know, the larger woman in there with the guys that she looks about the same size of. So I get where they're going with it. But <laughs> can you imagine the go home raw and Paul Heyman comes out to the ring with Brock and Ronda, how he hoo, hoo. only sides himself. With What's the name in of that stable? sports? Uh, com And they, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know Put in the promo
0: it. code of WrestleCast For 10% <laughs> off your MMA needs
1: Yeah, like Jordan Juskra. Um <laughs> You know, and then you Could literally finally have Lesnar wrestle on Raw just one time And you could do Lesnar and Rousey Against Rollins and Becky On the go-home show to Mania
0: Man Burn it down indeed.
1: I mean, it's, it's just. This, thing, this is one of those things where I preach the fact that wrestling is easy. Do not overthink it. They're going to screw this up. And sometime in the next couple weeks, they're going to have Charlotte intertwined in this. And the crowd is going to dump on it. And they're going The do only the way it
0: would, it would it. be acceptable is if they do another TLC match or go elimination style, a la WrestleMania 2000 with Jericho Engel and Benoit. See, I, I, don't, I,
1: I don't even think I can deal with that, because now it's like you're really going into the WWE wheelhouse. We're going to have a triple threat gimmick match, <laughs> like it just, it, you know what I mean? Like, it, I'm not saying it's an awful idea if you're if you're Paul Haven and ECW, where the triple the three way dance, not even a triple threat, but yeah. the three way dance as they called it, was a staple of it because you knew it meant something good was going to happen. WWE treats it as how many people can we shoehorn on a card? And you know, continuing since we're still talking about this match. By not giving Charlotte Asuka two at WrestleMania, now what are you going to do with Oscar in a high-profile type match? She's going to end up on the pre-show.
0: No, you know who she's going to face—the uh, Iconics two-on-one. That's what's going to happen, sadly. <laughs> oh
1: my God! It's the WWE Formula Kids. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: and you know what the you know what the gimmick in that <laughs> match is, Ryan. One hand tied behind Oscar's back, (laughs) so she can't do the chicken wing. That's the gimmick, the stip, if you will.
1: Ah, God, it is like he's gonna puke. (laughs) The you know Raw was so entertaining to me finally, and then it just I go back and I I can't enjoy the company because I just. Until they prove me wrong in the back of my head, I know what stupid shit's going to happen. <laughs> and I just can't shake it. I'm not
0: going to lie, though. I'm i but hurt for the fact that I think they, they wasted a great opportunity after having a pretty damn good match uh, for the uh, Universal Championship where I said, man... Don't do what we know that you're going to do. Give Rollins the rumble and just push Finn and Balor aside, having, a again, a great match with the Beast Incarnate. Vince loves the demon. I don't need to see it at roadblock or Elimination Chamber because we know. Well, Lesnar will fight at a roadblock. He's fought in, like, two out of the last <laughs> Um But, like,
1: Roadblock.
0: But I think the the thing you do is you do the demon and the beast at WrestleMania, and then you swerve. And I don't know, you do Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, because who the hell is Daniel Bryan going to face? He's already faced AJ Styles. Like AJ Styles has faced Shinsuke Nakamura and or Samoa Joe in 2018. Um, What the hell is going to happen over there? Him and Adrada, yes, that would be exceptional, but, again, how are you going to fit that in there? So, again, switch it up. Give the wrestling heads, Tyler Black, Brian Danielson. You have that old-school roots, you know, the, the veteran and Daniel Bryan, how he looked up to him, took over that company and ran that for a few years before making the jump, just like Daniel Bryan did. You know, there's so many parallels within those two wrestlers. That's your match. Boom. Something fresh for Seth Rollins. Look. Dean Ambrose wants to leave due to the fact that it's the stale, same old crap. And he's been on a downward spiral. What since December, since their TLC match with the two of them and hell, it seems like an eternity ago. And that was only a month ago. Let that sink in Seth Rollins (laughs) needs a change. Yes. He's burning it down on Monday nights, but where's the billion coming from? later on on Fridays. That's a way where you could switch that. You have a good enough view to build Rollins even more and more. Make him your top face for your premier show on Friday nights come November to go against, you know, Tuesday Night uh Tabernacle or whatever Tabernacle. the hell AEW is going to be that. Um, you know, Berlin. so, so that's... <laughs> DDT <laughs> awesome that's how I think they should have went you had that so many people loved Balor and Lesnar Lesnar loved Balor and Lesnar why not do it again on the biggest stage do something different E think outside of the box but again the same old
1: shit yeah, they, they, book, they book themselves into corners and they have so many opportunities where they can do something right and they never they, – it's like they get to the end of the puzzle and then they forget what they're doing and they just stop finishing it. They go, it's like – okay, check, like, here's, here's an example for you. Sydney's obsessed with these – Sydney. for those who don't know, that's my three-year-old. He's got these Paw Patrol puzzles. Obsessed with them. He's finally getting smart enough where he can put the whole puzzle together. Well, there's sometimes he'll go on a roll and he'll put two puzzles together. And then he'll be about to finish the third puzzle, and then he just walks away and he's over with it. And then he comes back and just starts a brand new one and never finishes the old one. That's exactly what this company does. They start getting on a roll, and then it's like they forget what's going on, and then they go and do something different. And it just, it's a head scratch on how you get there.
0: You've now, yeah.
1: by adding Charlotte into this match that we know they're going to do, you've now booked Asuka in a situation where she does not have a credible opponent. Um, I, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not dogging on Naomi or I'm not dogging on Natty or any of those kind of things. I'm just, there's just, there's just not a credible opponent. You you know, Mm -hmm. you're not doing, she's not going to get Sasha, which would be great because her and Bailey will probably be in some kind of a tag title match for the women's tag titles. Hopefully not against Naya and Tamina. Um, but, like, you've already missed the opportunity. The <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at least it's a tag thing there. You, you had an opportunity where if you really wanted to take a risk, you could have had Bianca Belair beat Baszler, and you could have, moved, you could have stashed Baszler and moved her into a spot to face Asuka. That would have been awesome. Maybe yeah. Nikki Cross gets enough steam and they move her in there. I don't know. It's It's too hard to say, but now – Instead of an easy transition where Charlotte goes, I didn't win the Rumble, but you now have a target on your back for me, Asuka, and I beat you last year and I'm going to do mm-hmm. it again. That's a simple storyline. Yep. That it took me nine seconds to think about. You said the same thing with Daniel Bryan and the Seth Rollins thing. I think that would have been a much better storyline because I think – I thought – Randy Orton was going to cost AJ, and I thought we were going to set up yeah. for Orton AJ at Mania, um, just because it's, it seems logical that it's about time for Orton to wrestle Styles, um, which which we hope is going to be good, um, especially after the conversations we've had about AJ would frustrate us. But yeah, you know what, what does this mean? Do, yeah, I mean, could we be so lucky that because Eric Rowan's now with Daniel Bryan that Luke Harper comes <laughs> back and they give us Luke Harper, Daniel Bryan.
0: Yeah, but I is mean, that I WrestleMania think... worthy? I, I, I like Lisa Luke Harper.
1: For us, it is. <laughs> you know, but let's be honest with you. In the is that going to get asses not in even... the seats? Um, I think all your marks that are going to be there are happy. But let's be honest with you: the WWE title means not that much anymore. So yeah. it, it's not like it's going to matter. Um. To your Andrade point, if they go through this random stable idea that I just read about, maybe you can do it. But you know, obviously, yeah. let's put the three Mexicans together again. You know, because we already did it on Ross. So Racist bleeps. <laughs> you know, but do then you do maybe... Ray Danielson.
0: Did, did, yeah, they fought each other back in the day, right? Well, it
1: sounds like back Almas in the is gonna, will lead the group. It'll be almost with Mysterio and Sin Cara.
0: Oh, you didn't hear my joke, so you know what they're going to call the stable? The Ungovernables. That's all they're going to name them.
1: <laughs> oh, that is too
0: <laughs> That's the WWE in a nutshell. Good night, folks. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Follow this us on out. Facebook, WrestleCast Radio. Also, Strong Style Media uh, on Twitter at WrestleCast underscore SSM. Get our wonderful three options. of fantastic, glorious shirt um, uh, at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast uh,
1: 1999 guys,
0: it's awesome, 3 for 60 boom, you're going to look dapper as hell
1: if, if we didn't have more time left on the show and we were in overtime and you would have said goodnight folks I actually with that comment might have hung up because it was such a perfect <laughs> statement Like I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you, like that would have been the greatest ending to it but Here's look look okay let's I know we're going way off topic and we're not going to get everything we want done probably because we're under, we're under forty minutes but let's let's logically look at this if mm-hmm. you want to let's let's fantasy book here WrestleMania let me let me on a whim give you a couple WrestleMania matches and you tell me how this would be we're okay. going your route Seth Rollins And uh, we're going uh, Andrade Sin Almas and Daniel Bryan
0: okay perfect um,
1: we're obviously doing we're doing Shane and Miz with them losing the tag belts at, not to the Usos, but they lose the tag titles to Rowan and Hartman, the Bludgeon Brothers, um, who are with Daniel Bryan, then they will defend the belts against Mysterio and Sin Cara to keep that three-on-three feud going. It's a pre-show match, but it makes sense because of the Almas and Daniel Bryan thing. Now we have your Charlotte Asuka. We have your Becky Ronda. As you mentioned, we have the Demon yep. versus Daniel er, versus uh, uh, Brock Lesnar. We have Orton versus Styles. Um, it, that card right then and there is an entertaining show.
0: Oh, gotcha! And you don't even have Shinsuke
1: yet. No, and and this whole card that we just made, aside from the the Mysterio Sin car against the bludgeon things, were all just a conversation that we literally had for fifteen minutes, and it all is better than what they're probably going to put out. <laughs> now. Let me give you one other option that I don't think is going to happen. This is a long shot, but this is how we do something with Daniel Bryan. No, never mind. You can't because Daniel Bryan's a heel. So it's not going to (laughs) work. I I was going to say, what if Shane McMahon wants to put his buddy, The Miz, in a match with Daniel Bryan for the title? That's how we get Miz Daniel Bryan. But you've turned Daniel Bryan heel, so I I don't know how that would work.
0: But The Miz is a face because he does the figure for Remember? Oh, that's true. So, I forgot. Good.
1: Okay, so we can... Do... Anyway. Are um, we ever going to we... see
0: Anderson and Gallows on TV again?
1: I wish. Like, why are we not? Did you see somebody... They weren't time? even in the Rumble. Somebody, somebody said, is there going to be another box club coming out? And, and he said, not anytime soon that we know of.
0: Oh, my gosh. Are they AEW bound? Or are there, are there ties I... to New Japan... Or to, go to Matt Japan, Nick? I
1: think. No, I think they'll go back because Carl Anderson is New Japan through and through. Really? I mean, you got to think he was there tagging with Hiroki Goto and stuff before any of this. Um, I think Goto and Carl and Anderson won a tag league actually together too before Wrestle Kingdom Six.
0: So and what was that team know, he, name?
1: Um, I don't know, but I do know him and A Train were called Team Murder Gun. <laughs> Team Murder Gun. Oh, you know, actually, I think it was something like that. I'm not gonna lie to you, Carl Anderson <laughs> and Hiroki Goto. I'm I'm googling it right now. I actually think that that was um that that literally was a thing. Um, <laughs> like I'm literally not kidding you. Um, Ford excursion. That was after he came back and did Rise with Muda and all that.
0: Tournament wins. Whoa. They fought Shibata and Goto.
1: That's crazy. Um damn. I I like truly think that they I can't find it, but I really thought they had some like crazy name uh tag team name. Let's see if it's <laughs> if I can google it. I like I I thought it was something like like the Samurai Machine guns or something. Oh like,
0: man! Like something the like samu crazy. gun.
1: Samu guns. I don't know. I can't find it. I'll try to find it later. But I, like, after you, excuse me, after you mentioned, hey, voices like, oh, of wrestling,
0: tweet uh tweet out at us if you know the answer at WrestleCat underscore SSM.
1: Carl Anderson was a great bash heel. That's right. Yeah. I uh, Is it it disappointing that Kurt
0: Hawkins is getting more TV time than Carl Anderson?
1: (laughs) Yeah, what's up with that tag thing?
0: What, how they spelled Zach incorrectly? Like a bunch of jerks? (laughs) The guy literally (laughs) built himself a following with YouTube... More subscribers than an actual, like, E! YouTube show. And then he just bury him. they they have someone throw him off of the stage in a wheelchair, and that killed his, his momentum.
1: Some of these tag names are tight. I didn't know Hiroki Goto and Hiroshi Tanahashi were called Billion Powers. And uh <laughs> Masato Tanaka and the the Whoa. Tokyo Pip Yujiro Takahashi were called the complete what? players. Oh man, that's a lot
0: of <laughs> roaring elbows.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, so we're kind of just jumping around here, obviously with this with this show here. We don't need to talk about the going to happen. See what happens. Um, Rousey, that was a hell of a shooting star, right? Oh, Shane McMahon. Yeah, I, I like how um, he second guessed it for about six seconds. Like shit, shit. <laughs> and what then I'm mad it about.
0: Is why the bar are are a punching bag for shit teams. Um, yeah, oh, Shane, God, he does right. crazy stuff. But my cousin's like, why is that old dude beating up these uh, you know physically fit guys? Because like <laughs> best, that makes no best, sense.
1: Best line of the night is when he ran over and start throwing body shots on, on Cesaro. Um, yeah, Kyle almost spits his beer out and goes, "Oh shit!" Shane Man goes stole on his ass <laughs> and he goes, throwing <laughs> <his> little <laughs> punches. <laughs> And then Cesaro just Europeans the shit out of him. yeah, <laughs> like you need to calm down, dude. <laughs> He's just <laughs> I mean it was was um, what it was.
0: Ronda's raw Slasha, women's title you, match, though.
1: What do you I thought it was good. I thought it was better than the the. I thought it was better than Oscar Becky, but Ooh, to be fair, this this is either. gonna come off. This is gonna come off sounding bad. I think, um, but I don't mean it to be bad. Um. Out of the four of them, I think Becky is would be the last out of the four in terms of in ring skill. Is that bad? Hmm. Like I think Rousey has gotten very good. Um, she, she's going to be very high on my on my, on my awards ballot. I'm, I'll just I won't say all of it, but obviously, um, <laughs> it, if if you look at her trajectory from one year ago. Um,
0: her matches, even great. her first been, match, has been great.
1: Yeah! Oh my God! Well, look at look at the look at the match she got out of uh, out of Maya a month ago. So she's like she's good, and we all know Sasha's great. But and to be great. fair, Sasha led
0: this match, and Ronda trusted her completely. You could tell. I queued. Everybody talks. That theme, you know, from from mm-hmm. played in my mind a few times in the match. But I get it; it's fine. Shame on you, camera guys. Shame on you in the truck for getting that view, especially when you know that Sasha's gonna, you know, going to be leading that match. My only issue, but it's not really an issue because we're no, we know this, guys. It was a Sasha Banks match in the beginning. It was too fast. She was trying to catch herself on some spots. She was trying to help Ronda in situations where I don't even think Ronda needed help, but, you know, kind of, you know, you take off the first, uh, I don't know, maybe three, four minutes, then it finally kicks into gear. And I thought, you know, it was a hell of a match. And like you said, you know, kind of a, uh, you know, kind of the better one out of, out of the two women's matches. But what I thought were some of the best on the card.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah and that's the one thing too I'll say um, I thought both of the women's matches started slow um, both took me a few minutes to get into but yeah. you know just like with that with that other one this one did pick up and picked up well they had some great falsies and you know Sasha Sasha it, it is what it is I still you know I think on the main roster she's still the best one they have I, I think she's better than Oscar right now and I know a lot of people are going to hate me for saying that but she's she's just she gets it she's really good and mm-hmm. the difference between her and oscar for me yeah Asuka might have more flashy stuff and there might be more things you see her do that catch your eye but sasha does more to carry a match i think than Asuka because of her communication yes so complete package wise and and by no means do i think becky's a bad wrestler but you know, with with the four. Okay, you said if I say she's the fourth best wrestler out of them. Okay, great. So the the three people ahead of her I have are Sasha Banks, Oscar, and Ronda Rousey. <laughs> it's not like she's in bad company, you know. So just just to find that. And Charlotte's sure not like, even oh. in that
0: conversation. Yeah, that's
1: the crazy yeah, thing. You know? so <laughs> in like, that scenario. In, in case people are hating on me for saying that, it's not like I'm saying a bad thing. That's like that's like saying, well, out of we're saying Brock Lesnar. Finn Balor, Daniel Bryan, and AJ Styles, I think Finn Balor <laughs> might be the fourth best wrestler. Oh my God. Like, do you we're, see the company? We're saying England? the talent <laughs> is
0: deep, guys. And and that's just yeah. four out of, I don't know, 10, uh, 12 <laughs> women you could say on, on the roster <laughs> and NXT. Yeah. Uh, so it's a good time we even again to get into the moves. We've been talking about Charlotte.
1: Like, yeah.
0: So Nikki Cross, reason, I'm high on her, as was that yeah. pop she got. And, and and the rumble, thankfully. Hopefully they, they heard that in the back. Oof.
1: But um you, you know, and, and and that's the one beauty though with with the with uh Becky right now is for what she maybe lacks behind them in the in the in the ring, her character is incredible. Ooh. And that's all you really need in this time of day. You know, you can yep. get by being a being a you know, a B minus wrestler when you have an A plus gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Like so Agreed. she's fine. Um but I will say the aftermath of the Sasha Ronda thing was incri- Was beautiful, and the whole when when she there's she tweeted a picture after she held the four on the floor to Ronda and walked away from her. There's a picture where it's Ronda in the background and then Sasha more forward, and Sasha's looking right at the camera who takes the picture. And it's Ooh. one of the coolest pictures. It's on Sasha's Twitter. It's really cool. So I thought they did that really well. They planted some good seeds. Now you can have Sasha back up Becky. Yeah. I like you know, I like things like that. Um Do you do uh at Roadblock?
0: Um do you do the four on four <laughs> or do you do it after Mania?
1: I think you save it for SummerSlam or Survivor Series.
0: SummerSlam damn they're gonna build it that long. It's the WWE you're talking about. Come on. Yeah. You're, well, you're not We're going to do it at a house show in Toledo, Ohio, as a <laughs> WWE Network special. Vince is
1: like, we got to we gotta sell at the Garden like the elites. Give Put the cyborg, <laughs> yeah, the cyborg in there. The cyborg. the cyborg against <laughs> the, the Rousey. <laughs> <sighs> um, women's Rumble. Uh, that wasn't bad. The the there was a <laughs> lot of Whoa. watches though that the beginning of that match about the first ten entrants like I bit my lip a, a couple times like oh god somebody's gonna get hurt in here with some of the <laughs> stuff that was going on but
0: to evening. be fair
1: the oh god I'm like somebody it was it's it, I was like as scared as I was when Kelly Kelly came out last year and just started dropping people yep. on their necks I was like oh god but. The payoff was was great. Yep. Um, my only harp about the end of it was when when Becky was trying to get back in, I thought they drank that out a little too long. Yes. I thought they could have made that a little quicker. But for the most part, it was – I mean, we, well, we lost Ember Moon in this thing because Alexa Bliss was so excited she did a full backflip on her instead of the handspring. <laughs> I don't know where that came from.
0: Breathe um, see know, her back, was, though.
1: It was, it was a fun, it was a fun, it was a rumble. It was, there was nothing that blew me away, but there wasn't anything that made me disappointed. What, Hornswoggle <laughs> didn't blow you away? <laughs> that was pretty interesting. It, now, it, I want to know who, who were the agents for these matches that did the same spot in both rumbles?
0: Twice. Uh, Fifth Finley Twice. or Road Dogg?
1: So you had two people hiding under the apron, And then you had two wrestlers do the Kofi thing, Kofi and Naomi. And then Kofi, yeah, like I'm like, did you notice the the pattern there? By the way,
0: that that was one of my five major points or or takeaways in a women's rumble. Is why all the black wrestlers have to do the crazy spots because they're the only ones athletic
1: enough to do it.
0: Kudos to Naomi though for being (laughs) athletic. Uh, Ember's moons was lazy as uh, AF. Comparable to Naomi as she had to kind of balance oh. herself and trust the people on the, uh, on the, um, let me, what you would call it there, on the pads.
1: Let me say this Casey Cantonzaro looked like a star.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Um, her, her one where she did the handspring and then like did this sexual seduction Snoop Dogg scissors on the ring post and then sat up and got in the ring, that was wild. <laughs> Everybody Ooh. in the everyone watching that with me was like, Oh like everyone's freaking out, like what are we seeing here? Yeah. Um you know for Yeah dunno who, who
0: she was, but she yeah, she is she was wild. her
1: debut was in the Mae Young, if you remember. Uh she lost the second round to Rhea Ripley. Um
0: Star. I don't remember who she
1: beat in the first round. But which Rhea Ripley I was really hoping was gonna last longer in the rumble. Star Oh, but, um, she lasted yeah.
0: long, and she dominated. I was pissed with her elimination. Because, yeah, yeah. I, I guess you're right. She could have
1: been went longer, but
0: no, I, I I think she made a name for sure with a casual fan.
1: Um, But Casey Cantanzaro, she was like the first woman to um complete uh, American Ninja Warrior. Whoa. So that was her claim to fame, is she was able to actually climb the entire mountain thing. Was that Jan thing the that, first? Uh, Probably not She wouldn't even get over the first hurdle
0: She'd be like oh
1: bitch And get stuck and fall Is that a hurdle Ryan Cook (laughs) Yeah because I threw it back down to reality (laughs) I'm just
0: kidding Zelina Vega Was that the best cosplay you saw all night
1: Yeah the Vega thing Oh I popped hard
0: Or was it uh, Johnny Wrestling's uh, Dark Phoenix
1: Homage no, it was definitely Selena Vega's Vega. She <laughs> had the claws of the mask. You know, it was one of those things where it wasn't a bad rumble, but it wasn't anything, like, amazing. And you know what? Sometimes in a rumble, that's all you want. You just want something nice and nice and something. I just thought it was at. fun.
0: I, I didn't. I wasn't bored throughout the rumble. Agree. I, and I was Good happy. Point. There was no, you know, as much as I enjoy a, a – and actually, I don't really enjoy a as much anymore. But, you know, just like – you know, they didn't bring old older wrestlers. They didn't bring you know the divas or anything. It was them. It was NXT. You know, and and I thought it was awesome. Io Shirai just I loved how she kept looking yeah. at the cameras. Um, or Io, sorry, I apologize, but yeah, you know, it was just like, come on, make her the star, build her up, and it was
1: just like, oh, she's out. Um, yeah. but, Io Shirai when she came out felt like a big deal. Yeah. Did you notice that, like, when she entered that thing, she came to the ring with a presence about her that made, like, like casual fans who don't know her might have mm-hmm. went, "Who the hell is that?" You know, because yeah. she had a presence to her. Same with Kyrie saying, "Man, she looked great yeah. in that thing too."
0: Agreed. Uh, this, I again, I I was I thought this was a fun match. I agree with the Becky Lynch thing. Um, Where it did take maybe about 10 seconds It it threw me back to that uh, TNA uh, cage X division Match uh, Where I was just like oh come on homicide Just ah, get in already Um, But anyways uh, no thought this was A great match again I I think The women uh, matches definitely Were the highlights of this Show especially for What we got next
1: Yeah um, This was boring (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> defeats A J. Styles like I'm sorry, man, but oh my God, dude, talk about the most underwhelming wrestler of the year with A J. Styles. I hate that I say that. that pains me to say that, but boy, oh boy, I mean i I just don't know. I, I just don't know. What was the point of him punching Vince McMahon and doing that angle with Vince? Uh,
0: no idea because nothing has come from that. I was surprised they even brought it up in the vignette. Um, I I don't know. Maybe it was, you know, being on locker with Crowder uh, and, and kind of talking to Gillette ad or whatnot uh, that kind of gave him some bad karma. But, geez, uh, this, this was bad. This was just like 2018 all over again. You think with a match in this magnitude, it would be something where it was like, all right, Royal Rumble, they are going to let them, you know, kind of go at it. And, and unfortunately, uh, this was just there. It was like if WrestleMania to... with Shinsuke. And, and I'm just like, was the glass ceiling two years ago? With John, or, or yeah, two, almost yeah, two, years, yeah, two years ago with John Two Cedar. years
1: ago with Rumble, yeah. That Cena match was incredible.
0: That and was, then, of course, we had the SummerSlam the match, match before.
1: Th- that's the best match this company's had in the last two years, was literally two years ago. Yeah. Like, think about that. Like, that's where this has been. Like, in, if I were to tell you, in in the last 13 months, I were to go, Alex, AJ Styles is going to be the world champion, okay? And in the time of him being the champion,
0: and we'll say in the
1: last 15 months, he's going to work a program with Brock Lesnar, Kevin Steen, El Generico, Daniel Bryan, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Samoa Joe for those six guys for the next 15 months. Would you not oh, be running man. to your TV to watch this?
0: I would have an eggplant emoji.
1: I I can't run away. I can't run farther away from my TV. <laughs> like it just it blows my mind to think that this is the programs that he's been in and they've failed. And you know, to his credit it sounds like his merch is still doing well and he's still drawing. So it's not like he's going to get deep pushed or anything, but Mm -hmm. as somebody who just, you know, maybe we just expect more because we know how good he was. I can't believe I'm saying that because I can't say is anymore because of the body of work, but we know how good he was. We just expected. Well,
0: but, I mean, his work is flawless in the ring still. It's nothing like he's lazy in the ring. It's just the pacing of these matches. And, the hell, New Japan could have some slow-paced matches as well, but at least they work into, you know, a two or three, you know, uh, two or three sequences, you know, that'll lead to a finale where it just blows your mind where these matches, they build and build. And then, Oh, he gets hit in the, in the nuts. Oh, we're going <laughs> to prolong this like, even more.
1: And, and to be fair, like if you're AJ Styles, don't you at some point just, to, just like, if you still have it and the passion and the drive to do what you've been doing, don't you just turn it up and have these matches
0: I guess when you want a lighter schedule, I guess this is your way of kind of making it light <laughs> on yourself.
1: Like, it, and that's, that's why I'm so frustrated with, with this AJ run is he's so good. But it's like...
0: He's too busy being louder with Crowder and talking about Gillette ads. when he should be talking <laughs> about, turning it up in the last five minutes in a wrestling match. Not having... Uh, Eric Rowan come out and and get murdered by a measly oh, ass choke slam.
1: I can deliver a better choke slam
0: than that Minnesota wrestler.
1: What's the point of having Thorif Marius tagging with Daniel Bryan? Like, what is the reasoning behind putting Rowan with them? It's
0: not the Wyatt family.
1: Set on, like, if they said it on oh. <laughs> there you go There's Daniel Bryan's opponent at Wrestlemania
0: Oh god
1: <laughs> You you just said it You literally just completed The Wrestlemania angle uh, you, you totally In a midst where we could have Daniel Bryan Versus Drew McIntyre We're gonna get Daniel ooh. Bryan Versus Bray Wyatt
0: That would be and, pretty damn good McIntyre
1: Yeah Dan- McIntyre no, but you just jinxed it. You you just jinxed it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay. Seriously, you just took care of it. Um, we talked to the the Lesnar. <laughs> what did That's you think? That.
0: I thought this was a hell of a match. I, I thought I this was fun. Sm- I like the approach with you know with all the smaller guys that Lesnar's you know taking on, like you said, Styles, you know Daniel Bryan and and Finn Balor. I loved their approach. Has all been different on how to take him down, and Balor just went straight at him. Where you're just like, "Holy crap, are they going to change their minds and, and do the unthinkable?" Uh, but it was beautiful, uh, you know, kind of how Lesnar uh, got the Kimura lock in and uh, had the craziest look of determination of murder um, that I've seen in a, a while from
1: Brock yeah, Lesnar. Nice finish, great finish. I the only thing that always like. Uh, if they do the de- like, I hope they never do the demon again. And I know that sounds bad, but let me tell you why. My reasoning being is you mean to tell me Daniel Bryan decides that he has to pull out, or Daniel Bryan, Finn Balor needs to pull out the demon to beat Baron Corbin, but he doesn't <laughs> want to bring out the demon to re- win a title? Like, Ugh. that logic just frowns on me. You know what I mean? Like,
0: I'm wrestling Brock
1: Lesnar, I better do the demon. You know, nope, I'm just going to be Finn Balor. But when I wrestle Bray Wyatt, I'm going to do Pumpkin Demon
0: because <laughs> I need to beat.
1: You know what March I mean? Merch like,
0: sales, yo. They were dipping.
1: Like, why wouldn't you go to that well to to beat Brock? And that's why your story of him wrestling Brock at Mania as the Demon's the best thing ever. Because there's your logic. Yep. You know, I have one other, one other trick up my sleeve. And he does it. It was Ugh. it was good though. Um, Men's Royal Rumble. It was it was perfectly acceptable wrestling, but it was as predictable as anything. I don't have as predictable to say as about Jeff it.
0: Jarrett coming back <laughs> and signing a contract with WWE, but coming out um, as uh, what was he number two? I believe right? number two.
1: What do you think about the the, the presumable Jeff Jarrett versus Elias match? At Elimination Chamber I I don't care Which also makes you wonder How did Elias suddenly become a heel again Exactly I was texting that (laughs) with like four people (laughs) Like when
0: did that happen And I was like I have no idea I was like when did he become a prick again Again the logic made no sense Even you would think you would have Jeff Jarrett
1: be a prick Because hello slap nuts That was the best thing about him (laughs) Kudos uh, Jeff Jarrett should have wore his trunks or his biker tights because his like stirrup thing was very awful, unflattering looking. He would have been better with yeah. just no shirt, I think. Um, once again, I've said this before: is Jeff Jarrett is the the best carny in the history of pro wrestling. <laughs> like a boy, lot of lies. Like, like every time I brought that up to you, how this dude continues to make money and weasel his way into better jobs and more money. Now he's suddenly going to be employed by the E. Like this dude just—if—if if you ever had to bet on something, you don't bet against Jeff Jarrett. And this dude just wins. Like that's all he does. Do, do
0: they realize what happened to TNA and that booking? Are they that desperate <laughs> that they're bringing in him and and the other guy and and the to, other To guy? be fair,
1: TNA was was pretty good when he was running it.
0: Was it? But.
1: Well, that was when they was that the Jared. weekly
0: pay-per-views.
1: Weekly pay-per-views, but also you know Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, um, AJ Styles, you know guys like that. Up until the Dixie era,
0: is he going to be you on know. SmackDown? Do you think with uh, Road Dog? No,
1: he'll be oh, like what, as a producer or something. Maybe yeah. that's not a bad way to do it. He'd know the people then. Uh, I don't know if you saw the tweet that I posted but I said uh, I never thought in this day and age that I would actually have two takeaways from Monday Night Raw, one that I liked and one that I'm actually saying. But (laughs) one is Jeff Jarrett has the best working punch in pro wrestling. Um, I don't know (laughs) if you watched him punching Elias on Raw, but he – did did you you get to see that segment on Raw? That I have not yet.
0: Okay, go back and watch the
1: segment. They, they they sing with my baby tonight again. And, nice. uh, but the working punches that Jeff Jarrett throws on Elias, you think he's killing him, Dude, the crowd popped so freaking hard for Jarrett's right hands. I, I'm telling you, it's worth a watch. It, it'll blow your mind. <laughs> like this dude, this dude throws, I mean, he literally throws the best work punch I've ever seen. So kudos to Jeff Jarrett for that. Um, and road dog got hit with the hardest guitar shot I've ever seen in my life. Um, second off i never thought in a million years that i would walk away from a mojo Rowley pro promo and go Whoa, Damn, i want i want to see more of this
0: was he shaking
1: <laughs> he it, I, I don't want to spoil it i'll find it on do you have it say do you have it on your dvr
0: yeah i have it on my dvr i didn't yeah. even know he was on the show i didn't even see his name I just saw Zach with an H, Ryder, um, on, on the TV.
1: Uh, yeah, it was uh, Ryder and uh, Ryder and uh, uh, Hawkins against the Revival.
0: And that's when uh, Mojo Rowling
1: comes out? No, this was a backstage thing. I actually found it on YouTube. I'm going to send you the link so you can uh, watch Ooh. it after the show here. Because it's, it's like a minute and a half long, but you need to hear it. So that's why I, I would play it. You need to hear it, but also see it to understand what, what's going on. It's like, it's, call me crazy, but I thought it was really good. I was like, damn. Out of those really three,
0: good. who would prosper in AEW?
1: Out of who, Elias, Jeff Jarrett, Mojo Rowley? <laughs>
0: no, Mojo, Curt Hawkins, and Zack Ryder.
1: Hawkins and Ryder. And I say Ooh. them both because I think they would be a good addition to the tag division. Cause I, I like it. There's a reason Kurt Hawkins still has a job. There's a reason yeah. Michael McGillicuddy still have jobs is because those are the guys people like the rock want to work with when they come back to wrestle is because of how technically sound they are and, and being able to help people like those are guys. They still have a contract because eventually they're going to end up as trainers in the PC, I think, you know, so that's why they're still around. No way Jose
0: getting eliminated after a second and conga lining back. Uh I, I wish he would have Was conga that the biggest him. WTF?
1: No, I just want him to get his ass out of there.
0: Was it awesome to see Johnny Gargano uh enter a Royal Rumble?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, My
0: second question to you is with those uh with his wrestling gear and having I would say, a already match of the year candidate uh, with the night before with uh, Ricochet uh, for the uh, NXT IWGP U.S. heavyweight uh, North American (laughs) title. Um, Does he wash his gear from the night before? How do you wash trunks and boots and pads the night before? Do you just wear it the same as?
1: You put a... um... A dryer sheet in your back in your bag, throw your gear in there. It takes care of all the smell.
0: Oh. <laughs> you, heard it, you heard it here,
1: folks. Uh, Pete Donna, <laughs> how tight was that? Oh, you should have. I probably woke the house up when he came out because the show was still going on at that point. Everyone's sleeping. And I was like, ah! I marked out when he came out and when all this came out. Oh. Uh, like, Samoa yep. Joe
0: Mustafa Ali. Uh, Samoa Joe looked great He looked pissed off I loved it Um, Him and Ali, could that be a damn good feud To kind of build up Mm -hmm. Mustafa's uh, career Heading into uh, this year
1: Yeah, I think so, definitely I think think it's a good way to do it I think it's a guy who Joe can throw around So he's going to be motivated
0: Last but not least Seth Rollins I mean, the obvious winner here but if he had to choose from the rest of the 29, including Nia Jax, uh, decimating our troops, I'd laugh. I thought that was great, but I thought it was stupid as well. Um, but out of those other 29, who, would you, who do you think should have uh, came out the winner of the Rumble? Uh,
1: I mean, who I think should have won is, is just going to be a biased pick. I think Rollins was the right decision. Um, I think McIntyre wouldn't have been a bad one either. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm going biased. Should have been almost. Should have been done. <laughs> but, you know. um, uh,
0: I think mean, it's fine. It yeah, I think mean, it's fine. Yeah.
1: And it's not like it's a bad thing. And you know, ah, eh, whatever. It was. It was. It was a match. It was. Did you match. think Strowman could have won it? Uh,
0: just to kind of. <laughs> Give him his match with Lesnar at Mania. No, because they
1: have no faith in him, and we've we've seen that by them taking him completely out of the out of off cards.
0: Is Ziggler done? Do you think with, with this surprise, uh, you know, kind of entry, uh, especially with him having a comedy show and as how late. Uh, the Rumble went. What was it about seven hours, including the pre-show? But is Stigler is done? Is he going to be a Jericho where he can kind of come in and come out? No, probably not. If he signs with AEW, but um, I mean, is he done?
1: No, I think the I think the WWE is on a on a good enough level with him where they they book him as they need it, and he's allowed to go do comedy and his ventures like that. I think they have a good agreement, and I think okay. they pay him pretty well too. I would love to see him go wrestle somewhere else. I'm not going to lie, I would love to watch, you know, Kota Ibushi get brought into one of these shows yeah. as a favor for Kenny and he works Dolph Ziggler. I mean, are you kidding me? But I, I, I think Ziggler's in a good spot. I don't think he has any animosity. He gets to, he gets a to talk spot. enough smack. I mean, he was he was. You look at you look at the last six months. He yeah. was a tag team champion. He made evented pay per views. He was an intercontinental champion. I mean, if you really want to talk about card placement, how do you knock that? I mean, he True. was in some. Of, he he was in the biggest angles of the year. He would for start and end
0: the Monday Night Raws for for mm-hmm. many 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 yeah. months.
1: And then they they phase him out so he can go to his comedy stuff, and you know he probably comes back. Towards the end, I forget about Mania. the whole
0: outside ventures. You're, you're totally right. I mean, I didn't yes. even think about that whole aspect. He's in a
1: good spot. And, and it's one of those things where he, he does enough press to where he keeps himself relevant by not dogging the company, but saying enough where it sounds like it's more of a, of a work than a shoot, and people buy into it. And then when yes. he comes back, he gets a pop, and people go, Whoa, there's Ziegler. You know, I, I think he's one of those guys that's a lifer. Yeah. Hey, we said that about Chris Jericho,
0: too. Yeah. Uh, Breaking news: Sammy Guevara signing to AEW since him and MLW parted ways. Really? Well, they parted ways, so the obvious is.
1: (laughs) Oh. Damn. You just got my hopes up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the inevitable. Um, what was your favorite match from NXT TakeOver Phoenix? Um, and it is wrong. I really, really, really wanted to give the, the tag match eight stars. Yes,
1: the best ever. And you.
0: I was yes, ready to yes, do this.
1: What's going on? It's
0: Sammy Guevara, the best ever. And you, yes, you are listening to Wrestlecast
1: Radio, baby. <laughs> I was going to Boom. You. Um, obviously, we'll have to talk TakeOver next time. Um I'll pull up the grapple app, get my get my reviews around. See you you might disagree, you might agree with some of these. Um Solo, Matt Riddle, I went three stars. What? Uh yeah, I, w- I went uh I thought it was whatever.
0: I went yawn.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I if if it wasn't for the for the hard hitting and whatever. Um Undisputed Era War Raiders, I went four and a quarter. That was my favorite match of the show continuing yeah. once again okay. that Kyle O'Reilly might be the best wrestler in this company. Like I just, I, I never His thought charisma I would say is that, the but
0: best wrestler in this company. Come on, let's be real. I,
1: I never thought I would say somebody got better leaving ROH for WWE. Oof. And I think he did. Like, it's crazy to think that like the performance center taught him great charisma and yes. he's great. Um, let's see. I went four stars on Ricochet Gargano. I do want to give it another rewatch. Um, it, it was not bad by any means It was, it was a great match um, A lot of people are going four and three quarters Match of the year I can't go that high It was really good It's not
0: Almas um, and, and Gargano yeah. But it, it's pretty damn good um, in, in some aspects I would say Like this Better to than to the title match
1: Ricochet Gargano Was Osprey Ibushi for me but it was Well, not... they even did the same spot. The whole, yeah, I'm going to flip did. and counter your <laughs> move.
0: And I'm going to, oh, is he behind me? What? R- R-
1: Ricochet didn't do it as good as Osprey. No, and he did not. He stumbled. Good as <laughs> but, but that Man. whole offset was
0: from Osprey and Ricochet. I mean, they're the ones who started it. But then, you know, Abushi and Osprey did it recently, and then Ricochet's like, oh, no, I, I was a part of that, too, and then kind of stumbled <laughs> a little. Shout out to Ricochet. Like,
1: like so, that, that, and that's kind of my thought: is it was it was the Osprey kushi or Osprey Abushi of Wrestle Kingdom, where it was really good. But I think some people put it too high. Like it wasn't Omega Tanahashi. No, like some people made it out to be. Um, I'm on the high end of this match. I the next the last two matches, like I'm going off of Grapple, and I'm off from both of them. Um, Grapple gave Baszler Bianca Belair a 3.09 as the average. What? I was 3 and 3 quarters. I thought yeah. it was great. Um, that hair whip was one of the stiffest things oh. I've ever seen. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> now, the snap. The,
1: the great thing about this match was yes, I only went 3 and 3 quarters so it was my third favorite match of the night. It was right in the middle. But this was exactly what I said to you I want this to be is mm-hmm. I want this to be an evaluation if or where one year from now, Bianca Belair could be. You could tell she she was trying a little too hard at some spots. You could tell there was a couple spots she got a little lost, but she did enough where you can tell that she's going to be a something special, I mm-hmm. think. It also is a testament to how calm and collected and well Shayna Baszler is learning how to call a match. If you watch that final stretch with the choke, the Kira Feudal, Yes. You can see her go. Hey, screw it! Stand up again and power out, and then fall back. And she gave Bianca Belair another hope spot. And she she kept. You could see her going, stay up. And when the crowd started chanting for Belair, she goes fall over, and she took it from the crowd, but did enough to get her over. And mm-hmm. the minute I saw that when we did the rewatch, I'm like, this is why Basler gets it, and she's so good. Is yes. she? She helped get Bianca Belair over, and when you got somebody that new, like Shayna Baszler, who already understands the, the the whole concept of getting your opponent over more than yourself, that to me tells me that they have something special in Baszler as well. That, so, you know, I look at it as eight months from now, if she's still in NXT and they have a rematch, they might go four and a quarter for me. So, great figure with that. And then the main event shop on Alistair Black, the consensus is a 3.89. I only went three and a quarter. I just, I don't know why Alistair Black just doesn't get me to that next level anymore. I don't know what it is.
0: It it was hard enough to kind of come off from, uh, from what was it? Philadelphia, the, the survivor series, the war games. Um, Matchup, but I I thought Black looked in, intense. Um, but I, I I think he had a little bit more the Alistair Black of old kind of in the Rumble, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, early, he was the cool. match,
1: good call. A-
0: Alistair Black in the match in the beginning of the match was like, okay, this is a continuation from the previous you know bout with Johnny Gargano. So you know it's like okay, he's bringing that intensity back. But you know, it turned into a Tommaso Ciampa match where you know it kind of had to slow down in certain situations, and like it wasn't bad
1: or anything, but it just
0: I'm watching. It was just there. Like,
1: I, what yeah, would I, you watch was, over was, again? What would you watch over
0: again? Tommaso Ciampa, Alistair Black from Takeover, or Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles from the Rumble? Oh, <laughs>
1: shit.
0: So destroyed. <it's> <laughs>
1: Well, that's all the time we have. <laughs> <laughs> Where
0: will um, Anthony Davis go? Find out on the special SportsCast Radio at 11 yeah, we'll, p.m. We'll be coming
1: back to you pretty quick here. I just got to get this episode saved so I can re-upload it so we don't lose it. Um that's going to be the main thing. If, if I can't get the download to work and I can't get it re uploaded, there will not be a Sportscast Radio. Then you'll find I'm us not. tomorrow night on
0: Sportscast <laughs> Radio, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, here on Blog Talk Radio.
1: Don't forget oh,
0: blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media. Yeah, girl.
1: Thank you all for listening. Alex, it's always a pleasure. Um, hopefully hey, we'll everyone, go check, Sorry, uh, go check out Kushida's last match.
0: Sorry, Ryan. Go check out Kushida's last match. Hiroshi Tanahashi, um, stay for, for the hugs, but also stay for after the hugs. Awesome,
1: match. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Talk soon. Later.